jazz hands going. Kevin, let's see those. Okay, gang style jazz hands there from Kevin. Okay, Mike. Mike is doing jazz hands. Walter is doing jazz, some kind of weird piece. Jazz I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, who knows what's happening with Walter. We are live. <laughs> I, I hope know. you got your big Monday, big girl panties on tonight. Rock and roll. We've got your um, Monday, big girl panties on tonight. What's up, people? We are live. This is the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. We're live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios. I believe, I believe, I could be wrong. I think this is episode 109 of the podcast. 109, ain't that Yeah, 109. We are here, and it is free for all Monday. Oh, yeah. It's. I guess it's becoming a tradition now. <laughs> Mondays are going to be insane. Monday madness. In the membrane, yes. And, uh, of course, we've got Kevin, who's always here for free for all Monday. There he goes, Kevin. Uh, once again, rocking the hat backwards. That's right. Yeah. You know. Make sure you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're you're blending in. We don't know what's going on. You got a collar shirt on today, somehow semi-professional. Yeah, you I mean, know. sometimes you got a little professional when you uh, try to coordinate. You know? Yeah, were you, you in court or something like that? Uh, no. I, uh, I got out the shower. I needed to pull on a fresh shirt. I saw it. I saw the matching hat sitting there, and I, you know, I just threw it. Got coordinate. Got coordinate. <laughs> very nice. Very nice, Kevin. I'm not. Uh, I could go there, but I'm going to, like, you know, wait until later, maybe, <laughs> to go there. Uh, we have a special guest joining us tonight, Mike Woodland, MW Tactical. What's yeah, up, Mike? Uh, buddy, how's it going for you, Hank and crew? Good, oh, good. good. Welcome to the madness that is uh, Free For All Monday. <laughs> free For All Monday. I hope you're ready, ready for this, my friend. <laughs> I got my big girl panties on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. That's 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 the first thing you need. <laughs> that's the first thing you need. All right, cool. And we also have this crazy man right here, Walter Keller. Hey, everybody. What's up, Walter? Oh, uh, Monday. You know, uh, you made it through another weekend. Yep, yep. Um, it was not a bad weekend. Not a bad weekend. Yeah, very, very cold and frosty in Florida. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know how how cold it was at your your house there, but up at my dad's, he told me on Saturday morning it was twenty seven. Oh, uh, that that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's pretty chilly for us. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I don't know. Um, it was it was, it was thirty nine this morning at the shop. So. Oh yeah, that's horrible cold weather. Uh, yeah, Kevin. Thirty. Not what. 30? I'm sorry, that... I, I was disgusted by the whole complaining about 39. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's, this, what's the temperature in your neck? Is it snowing, Kevin? What's uh, you know, it's actually not snowing. It's kind of weird. You know, it's actually, uh, I don't know, it's about 38, something like that up here. So, we, you know, it's summers. You know, When the sun is up? Um, no, it's probably like that now with the sun down. I heard somebody uh, say this today. It was like 60 in Kansas City or something. Is that true? It probably was. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'm in a... Uh, uh, I, I don't I don't know what the weather is doing no more hours, but it was, um, you know, it's, it's nice out. You guys down there and see all y'all southerners. Y'all complain about some some weather, you know, 39 degrees and all of a sudden you're cold. It's cold it's cities and, you know, everybody has to run and hide. Cold. 39. That's that's nice summer weather, man. <laughs> I wasn't complaining on my end. I just said it was 39. Oh, yeah. You complained. I was working today and wasn't breaking a sweat, so it was cool. Yeah, there you go. Mike, where are you? What part of the country are you in? I'm in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, okay. So how's the weather in your neck of the woods? Man, I only left the house twice today. <laughs> First time was uh, when I went to go work out. The second time was when I went to go check the mail. 
That was mm-hmm. it. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. I've been cooped up, but I think it got to the high of 50 today. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Was there snow? No. Uh, in right? Georgia. Not in yeah. South Carolina, but in Georgia. Yeah. But not my part of South Carolina. Yeah. I heard Georgia got some snow over the weekend or something. One of those days. So, okay, let's, you know, before we get into what we're going to get into, of course, there was a, uh, there was a Port Authority bombing in New York City. Uh, bombing. Yeah, fortunately, fortunately, the guy was, uh, did not blow himself up or anyone else, thankfully. He's alive, you know, and we're going to be able to, I guess, I don't know, prosecute him or something like that. Um, but def- but it's a good thing that no one died in New York City. Yes. I, I have family in New York City that lives there and they take public transportation and all that kind of yeah, stuff. So I'm happy no one no one got seriously hurt. We don't need that crap. Yeah, except the dude. I think the dude had He some- needs to have an accident. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we will we're gonna get into all of that. Let's go down through the uh, folks in the chat and uh, say what's up to everyone who's joining us. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I hope the weather's doing good wherever you are. Hopefully you're not snowed in. If you're snowed in, hopefully you're not alone. Clean your guns. If, if you're not alone, hopefully you are snowed in with someone who you Love. can get busy with and they make won't. babies. This is like the time when the babies get made. Don't make no babies. So that sometimes don't make babies. Are you? Well, you know, unless you want babies, but don't. Yeah. Don't no practice, 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 yeah. practice, practice, making the babies. Practice. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It's all good. Whatever floats your boat, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, looks like Chris B was first in here. Armament and axes. Uh, well, that's what it looks like. But then the Archangel also first so i don't know what's going on with that uh joe carpenter what's up uh kentucky firearms and robert harris chris bullis gorillas and guns dc2 mega boost also in the house mw tactical which that's you that's 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 actually you mike i didn't realize that you were like were you like doing surveillance on us (laughs) in the last couple (laughs) Because you've been here, bro. You've been here in the chat and stuff like that, hanging out with us before. You know how it is in the military, man. We got to do our research. <laughs> you got to recon it. Yeah, yeah. You got a low crawl. You look, matter of fact, I got my scope right here. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been looking at you for from yeah. distance now. Oh, okay. What branch of the military were you in? I was in the Army. Army. Very cool. Um, how long? 22 years. Wow. Okay. You, you a career in the Army. Yeah, 22 long years. Oh, okay. Uh, combat veteran? Yes. Okay, um, thank you. Thanks for serving and uh, putting your your life on the line for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Can I say yeah. something without you getting offended? Sure, go ahead. You know, um, normally when people say thanks for your service, mm-hmm. you know, it, it kind of like itches me on the inside. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the only reason I joined the military was to get out of Virginia. Oh, okay. No. Hey, well, the reason doesn't matter to me, man. You know, you stayed, you stayed, you stayed, right you stayed, you stayed 22 years, so you must have liked something. Yeah. <laughs> A steady paycheck. <laughs> okay, there you go. There's nothing wrong with it. And, uh, the, you know, like I said, the reason doesn't matter to me. Also, like what you did in there and all that kind of stuff doesn't matter to me. You know, you kept it going. Someone has to do it. Lola's brother is actually, is he still, he's still in the military, right? I think he's... He's probably more than 20 years now. Yeah, he's also career military guy. Wow. Um, but he's in like uh, X-Ray or did he go to 
Yeah, he was in the X-ray field. Yeah, you know, so yeah. he's Not you know, but he he's been in there long enough to. Um, I think he was in a mess hall in what was it Iraq when when the when a suicide bomber exploded a bomb. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, and uh, he wasn't injured, but he helped uh, he helped the folks in there, you know. Um, get medical attention and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and he got some shrapnel, et cetera. And I think he was actually in a New York Times article way back. This mm. was like right right after uh, 9-11. So. Yeah, I know now, speaking of um, an explosion in Iraq, I was coming back from a patrol one time and um, the DFAC got hit when we was like coming through the gate. Mm -hmm. And they got hit with a motor and it ended up um, messing up a few people. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, you know, like, so I'm assuming that you were actually out there fighting. I know everyone plays a different, different role. Yeah. My MOS was actually 11 Bravo infantry. Okay. It was like straight up front line. So when president Bush gave that order, you know, I declare war or we declare war, whatever he said on TV here, mm -hmm. he was already starting to roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know what, we'll, we'll, let's, we'll get into that a little bit deeper because um, th there's like, there's a lot of stuff about you that we want to find out. How, how about putting it that way, that we want to talk about? That's why Kevin um, brought you on and I'll let Kevin explain that in a minute. Let's go through and finish giving the shout outs to everyone. Um, the Tyvin show's in there. What's up, Tyvin? Tyvin. Tyvin's in here hanging out. Vanessa Kitty. Now, you know what? Ty, the Tyvin Show, by the way, is going to be doing a, I believe it's monthly, a monthly podcast on his channel that's for like the fans of the uh, Who Moved My Freedom podcast here. So, oh, cool. hey, Tony, what's up, man? Um, Big Daddy Guns is coming in here right nice. now. Yeah, we're, we're live, but you can come in. So, yeah. So, Tyvin's going to be doing a podcast, I think, once a month. He's in the chat right now. So everyone's interested in that. You, sh you guys should definitely link up with Tyvin, find out about that. Uh, you know, you guys can get together and talk about me and how terrible you're I not, was. You're not going to come in? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I it might I be lurking in the... Go, I'll lurk. Yeah, I'll learn, something. I'll learn something from Mike and I'll lurk in there, you know, and see. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I think it's a good idea and I think it's good for you guys to get together and talk about things maybe we can do to improve it or what you thought about things. Um, I don't know if it's the best idea necessarily for me to be involved in it, but I, I am involved in it, involved in it in terms of Tyvin came to me. He said some guys wanted to do it. I totally give it 100% my blessing, but I think you guys should go ahead and like, you know, rock on. And yes, I will create a secret identity. And I will totally troll all you people's asses in that thing and have fun. But I'm, I'm not going to tell anyone who I am. So let, let's see how that goes down. Um, just I'm just trying to start trouble. I uh, know. Yeah. E-Rock. What's going on, E-Rock? Uh, did I say, okay, Mark Wagner is in here as well. I think, I think I mentioned, uh, Joe Carpenter, DC2 Mega Boost. <laughs> We're taking over. Uh, Vanessa Kitty, I think I mentioned. What's up, Vanessa Kitty? Thanks for joining us. Um, let's see who else is in here. LB Louis Cypher. What's going on? Um, I believe I said Gorillas and Guns and uh, Dan Nugent, uh, Lead Devil, uh, Kitty Chislam. What's going on? Richard Hughes, Jason Abramson, Jordan Poole, uh, Dan Nugent, Chris Weston. 
Uh, Recall Junkie, 1981, Two Wise Guys, Load Up 480. There's, there's, there's some new people in here. Insight Freedom. What's going on? Welcome to all the new people, by the way. We really appreciate you guys being in here. Yeah, get your and, big uh, panties Yeah, getting your big girl panties. Um, do, do you guys think we should actually like make some big girl panties? Yeah. <laughs> Could be the newest thing to sell. <laughs> we should all talk to we should we should talk to Forge from Freedom and see if we, he could get some big girl panties and print on them. Like, mm. look, today I'm rocking. I just got uh, one of my new Give Forge us. from Freedom shirts. I don't know if you guys. Let me see if I can step back. Do you see what that says? Yes. Tell me what that says. Give us free. Ah. Yeah. Give give us us free. So ah, okay. who knows where the give us us free comes from? I'm gonna start. There you I'm go. Start. I'm start. Yes. I know because you told me. Yes. Uh, for some crazy reason, Walter, you've never watched Amistad. I don't. I don't. You understand. know me in movies. Just go ahead. What's going? What's going on? I guess start. none of my blackness is rubbed off on you yet. Oh, I got. I got to. Oh, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not. That's not me. That's you. You're getting that kind of that kind of stuff from someone else. That's not me. You need. But anyway, Amistad is a good movie. Okay. That one of my favorite lines in there is give us us free. And so I made a t-shirt. And if you notice, there's guns, there's a gun in there. Let me see where is it? Uh, there he goes. So it's kind of like a here, let me lift this up. So it's a oh, kind okay. of like a musket. It's gun. a flintlock pistol, yes. Yeah, a flintlock. So people ask me, what does it mean? Basically, um, if you can't have guns, you're not free. You're like shackled. That's the way I look at it, right? And I think a lot of gun control, we know why a lot of gun control laws and stuff like that started in America, but you cannot have, not having guns means eventually not having freedom and not being free. Every place they take them away, guess what happens? Yeah, absolutely. And guns equal, guns to me are a gateway drug to freedom. So I've got this shirt, it's on Forge from Freedom. You guys can get it along with other shirts. I've got some other shirts that I'll show off to you guys since some new stuff. Uh, This stuff was supposed to have come a long time ago, but it somehow got lost in shipping. So it finally came through. And what I'm thinking with the Give Us Us Free shirts is as time goes on, we, we can upgrade the gun that's on there. Uh-huh. So, we, so sure. we, yeah, we can go from like like Flintlock. We'll probably go to what, like Single Action Army or something? Let's go right into the... What? You know. What was that? Uh, oh, you want to show... I'm talking about old school guns. And you I know. You're going to progressively get newer. Yeah, what I'm going to do with the gun that's on the shirt is we'll just keep changing the shirt and we'll see. Maybe it's like a silly idea and no one likes it and we won't sell any shirts. We'll see how that one goes. And then I'll be sad and I'll be on the podcast crying. Just move on to the next one. I'll get my Tyrese on and make you people like feel guilt trips. And then maybe that'll make you get some shirts. No, Kevin Kevin is shaking his head. You don't have to do your Tyrese. You can just say shirts. (laughs) <laughs> don't don't do the Tyrese. Don't, don't do the Tyrese. <laughs> don't do the Tyrese. Uh, I am an ugly. Cr- I don't know about you guys, and, and and you guys could be all macho if you want to, but dudes do cry sometimes. Maybe not. I put, out a, I put out a whole video about seven months ago with me. Um, I didn't mean to cry, but I cried for like two and a half minutes over a friend that died. Oh really? Yeah. A guy I, I had just got into guns. We had just got him his um. He had just put his first his third handgun, but he hadn't really shot him. His HK. BP9 and Railway, and um, he, uh, he he was interested and all amped to shoot it, and I found out he died like five minutes before I started the video, so I cried like a baby, man. I mean, real man cry. 
And I'm yeah. even taking my my VP9 is going to customize now. His name is Roland, and I'm inscribing his name on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Sorry about that. Uh, you gotta have emotions. Um, how how did he die? Was it like uh, Roland was? Uh, he was battling. Um, so for for those who don't know, I used to about three three and a half years ago. I used to I got real heavy. I weighed in excess about 454 pounds. Holy wow. cow! Holy moly! That's my top weight. Yeah, and so uh, that was from working at the PD, sitting on your butt all day. Then I left there and got a eating the donuts, pizza actually. Oh, they, okay. Well, you know the, the you know Panera Bread is actually yeah. a bread company, so it started here. So they would constantly give you all kind of you know carbs and pizza. You make a prisoner run, and they just throw crap at you. And it just you know it just got lazy. You know uh, for a few years there, really got lazy. And uh, when I finally started getting serious about it, when I got the family and started working it off. Uh, he approached me because he was having kind of the same issue and he had watched me over the years achieve, um, you know, achieve significant weight loss, about 225 pounds. So wow, he asked me man. to help him. Mm-hmm. And I was in the midst of helping him, uh, helping mm-hmm. him, you know, really uh, get that off. And before we could get the weight off of him, unfortunately, it took his life. Wow. Oh, OK. Yeah. Young guy, what? too. So take that serious. He was only I think Roland was only 29 years old, 30. Yeah, I think we could all stand to be healthier. I know for me, um, that's one of the things. Before I started YouTube, I was actually, I've always been going up and down because I have Crohn's and I'm, uh, you know, there's medications and things like that that affect my weight. But before I started the YouTube channel, I was like on a mission getting skinny. Then I started this YouTube nonsense, (laughs) sitting around editing and all that kind of crap. It uh, it doesn't really help. Eating breakfast with me. Uh, anyone, I can get calories just from watching what you eat for breakfast, Walter. Okay. So, but we were on the subject yeah. of crying. My, actually, speaking of that, I've stopped that? eating, I've stopped eating breakfast actually. Oh, that, why, why is that? Why I'm just trying breakfast? to cut back on the, on the intake. Oh, oh, really? So all last okay. week I didn't, this morning I didn't. So. Oh, cool. But you're drinking something, right? You're, you're. Oh yeah, I'm drinking. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So now. Um, let's ask Mike and then I'll ask you, Walter. Mike, do you, as a dude, do you cry? I have, but it ain't like I watch TV and cry. No, <laughs> you don't. Okay. But the whole thing is, it's like, um, you don't watch chick flicks and cry. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not that type of guy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a different cloth. <laughs> but, um, I won't, I won't even watch chick flicks with anyone. I wait till Lola's not there. And then if I feel like it, I'll watch a chick flick. <laughs> no chick flicks. Yeah. yeah I but watch I, I'll say, um, the last thing that really bothered me was um, just seeing how people are treated, you know, coming home and looking at other soldiers, the, the problems that they got to deal with and how people react outside the military and in the military. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, it's pretty touching. You know? Yeah. OK, I understand that. I mean, sometimes we overcompensate. Sometimes we don't do enough is that what it is i mean it's difficult i never i never served so i don't know what it's like yeah well um a couple i had this conversation just a couple days ago whereas um when you're dealing with people in the military a lot of people don't understand what other people went through and um because it's a different world over there you know like your reaction and how you look at things Mm -hmm. um because i can actually say before i went to iraq um I was one of those people that was, I took life for granted, but it, it was an eye opener. And once you went over there and you saw like how people was living the struggle and everything like that. And of course, when I came back, I was a complete different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 
It's uh, it's a tough thing, man. It's a tough thing. I think that's why I think there's people that try to like, see, I, I always even when I told you, like you said, when I said thanks for serving, you felt uncomfortable when I said it, I felt uncomfortable. I'll tell you why. I, I do appreciate people who went out there and served because that's one of the things that makes America different from any other place. And that's something that someone in, in our society or some group of people in our society have to do. At the same time, you know, I feel like weird, you know, am I calling to attention this thing that sometimes you don't necessarily want called to attention, you know? Right. Or are we overcompensating for it? Or is it cliche where someone just goes, oh, yeah, thanks. You know, you're in the military. Thanks for your service or whatever. But or, they don't necessarily mean it. It's like saying bless you. Right, or right, or I, everybody that says every five minutes, I love you. I love you. I love you. It's like, really? I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You wear so, it out, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, Walter, do you as a as a uh, you know, you, you get upset about like like Kevin was saying was somebody, you know, mm-hmm. dies. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 the thing, the reason why I'm asking is, I mean, it just popped into my head. I wonder, you know, as a dude, I do cry. I, I haven't cried a lot in my life since I've been like, you know, grown up, I guess you could say. But uh, and I'm an ugly crier. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> when I cry, it's ugly. <laughs> yeah, it gets really, really bad. I don't, I don't know why, but, you know, it's like, uh, you know, like the floodgates open up or whatever. And I think there's lots of different things that uh, that could do that. To be honest with you, the last time I did that, um, one of my boys did something. He like destroyed something. And I was like so mad. I was like, you know, why are you destroying things, you know, that we work so hard for or whatever. And it just like triggered this thing. So I think that's the last time like I had a really nice, ugly cry. And so and I see people in there, by the way, if I forgot to shout anyone out in in the uh, that's hanging out in the chat, let me know. Um, uh, Freelo says, I've been known to shed a tear at the movies. It's embarrassing and hilarious at the same time. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Um, Darth Mayhem says he doesn't need thanks for his service. Understood. Yeah, it's uh, that's uh, yeah, like you said, I guess if you say it, you better mean it. It's just not better to just say it just because you think you should say it. Right, right. You know, some people I think say it just as a reaction without really meaning yeah. what they say sometimes. So, right, absolutely. Uh, the Tyvin show says, I don't understand. I sit all day long, <laughs> all week long, and eat all the time and can't gain weight at all. Oh, congratulations to you, you bastard. <laughs> that's your metabolism. That's I, I mean, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tyvin has that crazy metabolism to go along with the crazy personality. <laughs> so, you know, I think I, I don't care how much Tyvin says he sits around. I have a feeling Tyvin is hyperactive. Yeah. 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 So well, sit around and play games, but uh, do the game games. Things for five hours at one time. I've seen, you know, like uh, playing video games could be a workout, man. Uh, it's a mind workout, I guess, you know, uh, not, you know, maybe not just a mind workout, but it could be. You know what? I wish video games uh, were I, I know they're trying to work on it and, and getting to a point where you're more active when you're playing video games. You know, yeah, well, it's like a, it's like a, a complete room action where you're actually physically moving around. Yeah, I'll tell you how I would actually buy a video game. If I can get if I can get a video game where I'm like walking on the treadmill or doing whatever kind of exercise and there's hot chicks there, like if in the video game there's a virtual 
hot chick trainer that comes in there and trains me, I am buying, I'm getting totally immersed in doing video. Games. So you, you want to have the holodeck, right? Yes. I want to have the holodeck, but you know, in, in my gym on the holodeck, I don't need muscly dudes. Hey, speaking of the holodeck, one of the best times I ever saw the holodeck on Star Trek was, I don't know if you ever saw this. Somebody here has probably seen it where they had the, they took on the board with machine guns. Did you see that where they had like Thompson's? They was like, they were back in oh, the thirties yeah, yeah. and they yeah. flat creamed the board with machine guns. Yes. Um, I think they took off the safety. That was, yeah, with, uh, they, that was with Captain Picard. Yeah. yeah they just wiped them out. So why don't they just use machine guns? Why don't they get rid of all these goofy lasers and all this stuff and just go old school? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, easy that, enough, right? Uh, Walter, if you remember, that only worked temporarily with the Borg. No, they, how do you? Well, okay. Yeah, well. it worked on, in the show. I mean, I haven't looked at Star Trek in a long time because. That was honestly, one of my favorite ones. Yeah, the older I get, the more I think Star Trek is just pure communism. <laughs> well, it does teach that 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 life is, you know, that happy world where everybody gets along and there's no money and yada 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 until they run into the the aliens and the other people who do yeah. and there's they, chaos and you know. they still have drama. They still have drama. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Recall Junkie 1981 said I cried tears of joy when Hillary did not get elected. Oh. <laughs> that morning was that morning my wife goes he won. Yeah. I went to bed, didn't watch any of the excellent results. I just, I didn't mm -hmm. want to see it. Mm -hmm. So she actually goes, you know what? He won. And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, well, that changes the whole business plan. We don't have to go into the Hillary, <laughs> the Hillary, the Hillary mode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, cause a lot of firearms, and then you're a firearms manufacturer, but a lot of firearms manufacturers had this plan that Hillary would win and then they would sell every gun they made Ooh, for right 10 the times top, the value. Right to the top. Yeah. So, uh, so that didn't like bother your heart somewhat like, Oh my God, I'm nope. going to lose money I, next. Couple I, I would, well, I, I don't want that. That's not the way to do business. So, you know, I'd rather see the country do well than, than me make a little bit of money short term because it's that witch getting elected. So no. Okay. Um, Mel matrix says, Oh yeah. When G baby was killed in the movie hardball, I can't see children die. What the movie hardball. <laughs> Oh. I'm trying to remember uh, Hardball. Who, did anyone see that? I have to look up that movie. I'm trying to see. Um, yeah, and there's a there's a whole bunch of other uh, comments in there. Okay, so you know what? Let's get into a couple of things here. Um, Kevin, first of all, you know, you invited Mike to come on. Yep. Um, I guess you've known Mike for some time. You want to tell us like why you thought Mike was so interesting, and you bring him on the show. Well, Mike um, has an interesting story, which I'll, I'll let him tell the, the details of his story. But um, from working with uh, Mr. Ken Blanchard or Pastor Ken Blanchard um, on the, the show and behind the scenes guy pushing that movement forward uh, for you. For those who don't know, you need to just look up who Ken Blanchard is. That's all I can tell you to do. He's yeah. A shout out to Reverend Ken. He's an awesome dude. He's one of the most awesome Americans I've ever met in my life. <laughs> And is uh, the man. And this uh, Mike is the behind the scenes guy. He's one of the pillars holding that movement up. Um, and then he's a he's all around good guy. He actually runs a training company as well. Uh, MW Tactical out of South Carolina. So I'll let him talk about that. So from a, a trainer's perspective, from a, a guy who's pushing a movement um, uh, from a military vet to a, a good around human being. Uh, he also unfortunately has been wounded. So that's always interesting for people to hear how cool that not is. Um, and that, uh, that he, so Mike, you were wounded during in combat or while you were serving? Just, yeah, I was in the military. Let's just say I got shot. Now I can show you the bullet wound if you want to see it. 
Mm. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I'll be the first on your show, won't it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> we won't. We won't say no. no it's, so it's just yeah. a, oh. Oh. Okay. I, I was wondering, like, where is it going to be? Okay. Let's see. Locking on. Right. Right there. Right here with my finger. Right here. Okay. Oh. Okay. Then of course. So you put a tattoo. What is this tattoo you put over it? Uh, just a robotic like gears and everything. Mm-hmm. You know. Because back when I used to um, train boxing, everybody used to say my hands were pretty heavy. Oh, so, okay. You know, like cyborg. Yeah, something like that. Okay, cool. I'm sorry, Kevin. I cut you off there. Go ahead. Uh, that's fine. So that, that's why, man. Good all-around American, a guy with a, with a great story, out pushing a great movement, um, running a great training company, does it at a very affordable cost for people for they can afford to get in and, um, and train, a good father. So this is the type of people I like to be around. So I wanted to see him on here and let him share his knowledge with the world. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for doing that, man. Um, you know, that's one of the things we like about you. You're always introducing us to cool people. Yeah, well, thank you. Mike's cool. Yeah. So, so Mike, I mean, you know, how, how, first of all, how did you get involved with Reverend Ken? How'd you meet him and all that kind of good stuff? Um, actually, when I first started doing um, training, teaching people, I was looking for a way to kind of get my name out there. So, um, I think around that time frame, you was giving out the shotgun. And that's when I first came about, you know, with the contest and everything. So I was. Oh, OK. Uh, what was that? A KSG or something? Um, I think it was like the Caltech. Yeah, the KSG. Wow. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. um, started looking for people um, to possibly interview me where I can just get my name out there so people can contact me. And um, I came across him. You know, I just happened to put in. Um, Black guy with a gun or black guys and guns or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he came up and then I um, shot him an email. He called me up and um, no, it was like the same day he did an interview um, with me. And probably about eight months later, he had, um, contacted me and was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing a few things with the show. You want to be a part of it? And I was like, yeah, I ain't got nothing else to do. Let's do it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool. good thing. So, oh, by the way, I think I totally forgot to remind people to thumbs like, up share the video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Click that like, click that fingers up, uh, you know, that yeah. thumbs up button. Yeah. Yeah. One of you, someone's got to remind me about this. <laughs> I, I did it right up, away this time without even being reminded. Yeah, I get, I get off on a tangent. So um, not only the folks that are watching in the chat and people that are watching us and maybe not chatting, all of you guys, make sure you click the like button, you know, thumbs up. If you hate us, you could thumbs down as well. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. You know, we'll, we'll take we'll take what we get yep, from yep. you. You know, but we prefer the thumbs ups. And don't forget to share. Tell people that we're doing it. Uh, you can put in yeah. hashtag jazz hands, hashtag thumbs up, hashtag big girl panties. panties. Yes. Hashtag strangerholics. You could just make up your own freaking hashtags. And let us know what they are. Okay, so you started working with uh, Reverend Ken. Yes, and it's been uh, on about two years now. Two years. Okay, and then you're working with him on what? Which show? Because I know he's got a couple things going on. And, you know, Mr. Blanchard got about eight shows going on, but um, yeah, <laughs> I'm with um Black Man with a Gun podcast. Okay, cool. All right, I th- I believe I've been on that. Yeah. So yeah. my portion is um I do tips and reviews. And um, every now and then I'll bleed over and interview somebody. So mm-hmm. um, I've been trying to interview Kevin, but I've been having some technical difficulties because I had to get a new phone. 
<laughs> so we gotta we gotta pick it back up again. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I thought I thought you were gonna say it's Kevin. No, Kevin no, it was, was like, somehow it was messing it up. No, it was actually on my end. That was a mess up because um, I ended up my phone. I had an old phone. I had that phone for like about six, seven years, and it finally died on me, and I had to get a new phone. So when I got the new phone, um, I hit Kevin up like, "Hey man, let's do an interview." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did it. <laughs> Right. Um, he was saying it was him, but it was originally me. So he took credit for the first one. Then the second one, you know, um, I had to take credit for it because I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, I, I ain't got enough to do. I'm going to edit this program, send it to Mr. Blanchard. I'm going to be done for the week. Mm-hmm. I go listen to it. Nothing there. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Man. Oh, so you guys did the whole interview and nothing recorded? Man, we talked for both. Damn. Two and a half hours. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh boy, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> that's painful. Ow. Yes. Yeah. But it happens to everyone, man. We've done videos before where there was no audio <laughs> <laughs> or someone didn't hit record. Yeah, but I'm good yeah. now. So um, mm-hmm. whenever Kev's ready, um, he can call me up and we can do this again. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. No, um, no doubt. Yeah, so I know there. So explain to us what MW Tactical is and what you're all about there. All right, MW Tactical simply means munition weapons, right? But everybody mm-hmm. thought it meant Michael Woodland. So um, <laughs> I had that old, deliberate. Um, I want the company to have my initials, but a different name. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a sergeant major. He ended up drawing um my original logo for me, and he put it in there, Michael Woodland Tactical. And I went along with it for a little bit, but I was like, to me, that was kind of corny. So um, I let it play for about two and a half years or something, a year and a half, maybe. And then um, I just started using M-W Tactical without saying a name with it. And then um, I changed it up and just went ahead and went with munitions uh, weapons. Okay, cool. So, um, and what exactly does M-W Tactical do? Um, just teach people firearms training, you know, handguns, AR platforms, um, concealed carry, um, home, kids, safety, um, just all aware, all around gun awareness. Oh, okay. So other than the experience in the military, do you have any like other certifications or the, you know, who did you train with and all that kind of stuff? I'm just trying to like no, put in you. my head, the credentials Yeah, yeah. for folks so, out there um, listening that might be interested. Yeah. So if I was, okay. So being in the military, of course, you know, when you come in through basic, you're already trained on um, the AR platform, but it isn't anything like professional status. Right. So you got to go out and get it on your own. So um, the marksmanship unit, they done a couple of um, training courses that I was a part of Homeland security. And then outside of that, you know, I did some training with um, Chris Costa and um, Bill Rogers. Okay. And um, the guys of ICE also. Okay. Um, ICE. Why does that sound familiar to me? Homeland I'm not... Security. Homeless. Oh, oh <laughs> ICE. Oh, those guys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, do you have like NRA certification or do you? Yeah, you I'm know, actually nothing? NRA certified. Okay. Cool. And, and both pistol and rifle? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Very good. All right. So if folks are out there and they're interested in getting some training from you, how do they go about like finding out about your schedule and things like that? Uh, just go to m-wtactical.com. And um, normally, like if something's coming up, that's pretty big. 
I'll either um, have Ken mention it on his podcast, Black Man with a Gun podcast, or you could just give me a call and all the information is on my website. Um, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. All right, cool. Yeah, and we'll try to get, uh, we'll try to put MW Tactical in the description of this video. It's not in there now, but we'll try to uh, get that. In. You know what's weird? I just didn't put those two things together in my brain <laughs> until right now. So this is like the first time I'm actually meeting you, although you have been communicating with us and you've probably, it's possible you've tried to communicate with me in the past. Uh, actually, I haven't. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because what I actually did was um, I got with Ken and I asked Ken to introduce us. Okay. And, uh, but he never responded to me about it. And uh, about two or three days later, um, Kevin actually contacted me. Oh, okay. Because, um, what I ended up doing, I was talking to Tig one day and I was um, asking her about a list of instructors. So um, ended up long, end of the story was ended up putting a list together of instructors Kevin hit me up and he wanted to change some stuff. And then from there, that's when we started talking. Oh, cool. All right. Listen, it happened eventually, man. So it was meant to be. It was, it was written. Yep. So, all right, cool. Now, one of the things that we put on our headline tonight, um, you know, we usually like on free for all Mondays, we, you know, we talk about whatever the hell we want to. And the, the good part about that for me is we don't necessarily get into news and politics and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we did have this I mean, to me, it's officially a bombing. I don't know how you guys look at it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say it's attempted. It's a bombing. You know, fortunately, no one died, but, yeah, you know, it's still a bombing in in, in my opinion. So um, I think we should spend a little bit of time talking about this. Um, Who who wants to jump in here? Well, Well, you were kind of fired up. Yeah, you know, he, he just doesn't look like a Baptist to me. (laughs) <laughs> so i mean and, and, and I, I you know i don't want to sound like i'm prejudging anyone but he don't look like a he don't look like a southern he don't look like anybody i know well you know maybe he fits a pro he's got a beard too imagine i'm uh, not against the guys with a beard okay sorry kevin i didn't mean to write <laughs> the beard thing but <laughs> but but he he he, he just looks he doesn't belong, I guess we'll say. Well, anyways, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I think you're trying to say that you're not surprised. No, not at all. I, yeah, I don't. I whenever I hear about, a, go ahead. Whenever I hear about something like this, I go, okay, what's his name? Right. All right, well, okay, we know. You know, okay. Right. I believe this guy was from Bangladesh. Yeah, he's a Bangladesh he's from, is. Um, what do you mean? He's Muslim. Right. Because they split with India because they couldn't right. get they couldn't get along back then. They were fighting right. each other. Yeah, so, he's been here since 2011. Well, he's a newcomer, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, relatively. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's right. not super new for New York City, but but you where know, he just go, like he's been he, here seven months. He's been here he just, seven where years. Where but where did he just go recently? You said. Um, I think he was in Saudi Arabia and some other places. I'm trying to um, scroll through here and <laughs> see exactly where the he said. But he was just recently in Saudi. Listen, I think there's a lot of things here that. The FBI or someone should have definitely been tracking this guy. Well, you know, they make me take my shoes off at the airport. They can't catch this guy. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, 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 this is like a this is a tough thing. This is a tough argument to we, have. We got the NSA. We got the NSA spying on everybody. Probably listening right now, but we can't right. find these guys. I mean, yeah. he's out. I, I, you know. You might want to watch the fellows that travel back and forth to other countries like that. You might want to keep an eye on them. I think. 
Absolutely. And I think I think that's why people are trying to do things. I think that's why the travel ban came into effect. Maybe some people out there would think that, you know, we don't want people to come to America. I'm an immigrant to America. I don't know if anyone else on the panel is. I'm a product of Um, it. Yeah, but I'm like a direct immigrant, you know. Uh, Yes, you are. And and, and I, I, I don't have any problem with people coming to the country. But mm-hmm. the door should not be open, and, and we need to have people that I hate to say it that have some skills. I mean, we, we're not at this point in this country where we don't we need unskilled labor because we have plenty of unskilled labor in this country. Trust me. Yeah, um, I, I think the probability, I think the the rules or or the the way the system's going now and who's coming into America probably ups the likelihood that there's a ton of people that are coming into America that are probably not fans of America or the 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 system that we have here or, you know, so they have, they have lots, no of, lots of different issues that we have going they on. They have no right? business being here. That's right. what you're trying to say. I mean, you know, it's their, their, their purpose is not to become an American or become part of America. It's to become part of the mosque over there. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, some I, people, so there are people who their business actually would be to destroy America or do as much damage as they could possibly do. At the same time, I don't, you know, I know I, for one, think that America should have immigration. We, we should allow people to come to America. It's one of the things that makes America so great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe one of the things that I think you're trying to say in your way is that we don't open the doors to the people who are skilled and hardworking and want to come right. here. You make it hard for them. You make it hard for those people to come here when you let folks like that just kind of walk in and go out and go back and forth. However, he got here. I don't know how he got here. He might have got here completely 100 percent up and up. But obviously, he was yeah, not up I on think the they said up. he came with a visa back in 2011. Well, you know, if he left the country several times in the last year they know about him. and came back. Yeah, he obviously was they here with some kind of status. He's got a passport from somewhere. Yeah. You know. You know what? The the thing about all of this that really gets to me is that I don't think people realize how fortunate America is. It's true that people hate us and what we're doing most often, not all the time, because the other day we had someone in New York City kill people with the guy that rented the U-Haul truck. Right. Right. But we're often just lucky that people aren't doing an incredible amount of damage to us. You know, whatever system we have in there, whatever departments and agencies or whatever, they, they somehow maybe maybe they are doing a good job and they just can't catch everyone. And there's so many people or people are slipping through. I, I don't know, but I think we're just getting lucky in the case of this guy. We're just lucky that this thing went off early, did more damage to him than anyone else and didn't kill anyone. But what if he would have succeeded? What if there were like three, four other guys like him at the same time? Yeah. How do, you, how do you know there isn't? Well, there wasn't. <laughs> no, I'm saying immediately uh, in this. Well, yeah, there could have been. Yeah, it could have been the bomb waiting for the first responders to show up. You know, the secondary stuff. You know, like yeah, there I is. I think everywhere. if there was that person, I think that if if he set off this bomb, even if it was accidentally and there were other people, because there was still a response. There was like a heavy response. It made news, right. you know, the like right. shut down that part of the city. I just right. think that we're getting, you know, I, I, I grew up in New York City and, um, I remember the first attack on the tr- on the trade towers because my mom worked down there for Citibank, you know, <laughs> and people just ignored it. It was like mm, no big deal. Well, because you know the guys that drove the bomb into the parking lot—they were trying to make—they were trying to make the building collapse—is what they were doing. Their their intent was to cause the parking garage to collapse, and that would cause everything else to collapse, and the building would come down. 
Yeah. It didn't go off like they thought because it was probably built stronger than they knew. Yeah. And, but the point I'm making about that, I remember that happening. And then I wasn't in New York City for 9-11. We'd, we'd um, moved out to New Jersey. But, you know, we I was going back and forth to New York City every day, sometimes twice, three, four times a day because of what I was up to back then. And, um, you know, very shortly after 9-11, we were in New York City. And it's just weird that, like, how many warning signs do you need? Hello? Hello? Yeah. How many warning signs do you need to make you understand that there's people out there that hate you and your your thing where you go, we should just all be nice and awesome no, and totally work. welcoming to everyone is not necessarily working in your favor. And if anything, it's setting you up for some massive disaster to happen again. And if we're sitting here thinking you can never get something as destructive as what happened in 9-11 happening again. You're kidding yourself. We're really wrong on that. So... I, yeah, I think you and I are dominating the conversation. Um, Kevin, Mike, you guys have anything to add to this? Mike, you have a guess. I'll let you go first. Yeah, I think a lot of this stemmed from um, the call to change the Jerusalem is now like the capital. And they made that big change. Okay. I think that a lot of that stemmed from that decision. But Oh, that, that, um, that uh, Trump, Trump recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, yeah. which, which is – Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like, um, I think that's the spark of it. And, um, just like if, if you're into like that, like almost sci-fi stuff, like 24, you know, that stuff Mm -hmm. could be real. Whereas they got terror cells and stuff are being stopped that we won't know about. But, um, but this is just a start. This is just a start, but it's going to get worse. So you're saying that this, this particular thing, it started because of what Trump did. Um, no, I won't, I won't say it started because of what he did. I would mm-hmm. say this is just somebody trying to prove a point off of what he did because they already said that it was going to raise tensions overseas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, if it's raising tensions over there, somebody's <laughs> going to try to bring it to our home yeah. front. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's a couple of things to unpack in that. Like, I think that there's obviously that is a thing. Right. And it's probably just one more thing added, you know, to the box of of reasons why people hate us, you know? So, so my question about that is I'm sure that we all have different opinions about Trump, um, you know, declaring Jerusalem, the the capital for Israel or, or or, um, not declaring it as the capital. Yeah. Excuse me. Recognizing it. Um, The thing is, is that's to me, that's just one more thing. I mean, what does it matter? These people already hate us. Like, do they really need any extra reason? That's just an excuse. Yeah. I think, I think that's one thing right there. I think it, it is debatable whether or not he should do it, if that's any of his business, if we should get into these things. But should we should we live in fear of what we do and people might hate us because we do it? Because the, the, um, there's people, especially the people in ISIS and, and everyone, all the other terrorists that we've been dealing with, they just hate us for being American and all the other things we do. They hate us because we accept people being gay and we accept people being able to marry whoever they want to. And they hate us. They hate us because you let your wife drive your car. Yeah. They hate us because, you know, we may be Christian or there's a lot of Jewish people living here or they, 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 they hate us for lots of different reasons. So if we say, you know what, let's not do anything to mess with them. And we stop doing things to mess with them and make them mad at us. They win. No, they well, win. eventually it leads to let's start doing things. Let's stop doing things that How? they don't like about us. Like, 
Let's not um, allow people in America to be free and marry whoever they want to and have whatever sexual orientation that they well, want. You, you know, know, how far do we take that? Well, you OK? I'm fine. I'm just <laughs> in 1995, Congress approved recognizing Jerusalem as a capital. 1995. Right. So what happened? You got chicken shit. One does nothing. Chicken shit. Two does nothing. Chicken shit. Three does nothing. George Bush does nothing. What, where is where has appeasing the that part of the world got you any peace? The Israelis give all their land back they won in battles. Where's it got them? It's got them nothing, zero. How do how do you beat the how do we beat the Germans? How do we beat the Japanese? We destroyed them. Until you destroy your enemy, you're not going to win. Ask ISIS now over there in Iraq and all those places. What's happened to their ass? They got it blown up because in eight months, Trump's done more in eight months than Obama did in eight years. He did nothing in eight years. So, yeah, no, I understand. You're what you're, you're, so you're saying really, you're happy. You're 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 saying you're happy about Trump declaring this thing. Yeah, why not? I mean, we recognize every other country's capital in the world. Mm-hmm. Why don't we recognize the Israelis capital? Because you're scared the Muslims are going to do something. What yeah, the hell I, with I, the Muslims. Right. What are they going to do? I understand where you're coming from. I'm <laughs> neutral on that. I think Mike was saying that that's, pro- I, and I think what Mike Those was saying people, is wrong. I think what Mike was saying though is probably true that that's a reason that this guy decided he's going to do what he's doing now Trump versus any other time, right, Mike? That's correct. Yeah. Um, are you saying so? Like, okay. Um, on this question of of Trump declaring uh, or recognizing, I don't know why I'm saying declaring, um, recognizing. I'm neutral. Like, I don't give a crap about it. Really. One why are we? Why? Why? Why not? Why, why don't I give a crap? No, I mean, why, why don't we recognize it? Because I, I don't understand this fear of. No, of, I, no, of I understand what you're saying. I understand what you, what I'm trying to say to you is like, it doesn't bother me that he did it. But I don't care one way or the other that he did it. Why do we tippy-toe um, around? We tippy-toe around those people over there. And, you know, they, in that part of the world, strength is what dominates. The countries that used to be strong there, like when Saddam Hussein was in power and Gaddafi, they rule with an iron fist. They don't rule with democracy because it doesn't work over there. Yeah, it never had. It never has worked over there from the yeah. beginning of time. Listen, so, I think I think I can I can agree. First of all, I agree with you where you're coming from. But if 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 we go back to the past, how things used to be done in the world, which we're not we're not in the past. Right. But if we go back to the past, the way things would be done, these people would just fight it out. Let them like, fight it out. You know, old school. But here's the problem with these people fighting it out. Let me tell you what the problem is. Um. They are surrounded. <laughs> you know, Israel is surrounded that people by, by, yes. by other countries that that believe and think diametrically opposed to what they believe and think. So the likelihood that they would actually survive that battle without having like nuclear weapons and things like that. Right. Is it's very low. I'm not I'm not saying I, I don't I, I don't support. I don't support um, I don't support the the people that they're fighting. If I have any empathy or anything like that with anyone, I probably would have empathy with the Israelis. But if we, let, if, if we did it, if we didn't control what was going on there, it would you know, who knows what that story would be? They would either have to wipe out everyone in that entire region or everyone in that entire region would wipe them out. It's, the it's a 50 50 thing. The only reason the only reason the Israelis have done what they've done so far giving back property and giving back this and appeasing and appeasing and appeasing because we've told them to. Right. We're, li- we're living what in a modern world. What, what has that got them? 
It's got them nothing. It's Zero. all biblical. That's what it all yeah. comes. It yeah. all starts. You have to, you know, back continue to now. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I agree. I, I think I agree with Mike on that point. That this is a thing that's been going on for. Like but, we can go but, back to the Bible. If you if you honestly go over there and ask somebody what they're fighting for, you won't even get the same story from two different people. It, it got lost in transition. They're they just doing yeah. it. Just but and here's it. the thing: like, there's nothing. As far as I'm concerned, there's nothing wrong with that. That's human nature. The the problem is, why are the rest of us in the world wrapped up in that? Why are the why, rest of us in the world wrapped why up? Why do in we it? Why do we prop up the 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 other side over there and prop up them at the same time too? Why are we giving the Palestinians money, and they just use that money to well, basically, to, they're terrorists. So why why are we doing that? I mean, I, I don't I don't understand it. it. It the whole you're not gaining anything. You're not getting anywhere. You're not. The only way, the only way you're going to, you can't, you know what it is. It's frustrating and there's no way that you can win if you try to meddle in the outcome of other people. And if anything, you pay the price. It's like if someone, if someone mm -hmm. went swimming, right. And they don't know how to swim and they're out there drowning right now and they're in panic mode and you swim out there and you're trying to save them. So let's say you have your family, you're there with your kids or something. You see this guy and you swim out there and you try to save them and then they're panicking. And now they're trying to bring, you know, because they're panicking, they're bringing you down and you're going to suffer because you're trying to save them. I think this is one of the problems in the world. And I'm not saying right now in this conversation whether we should do it or not do it. But because we are doing it, that's the the, because we are involved in this. There's lots of repercussions for that. No one's going to escape from it. Not us, not them. Right. Because we're, 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 we're like helping out this side and we're helping that side. Ask, uh, ask ISIS how things are going now. Yeah. But even, (laughs) even that is the same thing. I mean, didn't we like when, um, when, uh, you know, when the Russians were, were fighting the Taliban or whoever it is, I think back in the cold war, we were helping the, well, the side okay, okay. In, in, Af- right. in Afghanistan, we helped the Mujahideen fight the Russians, right? Because they were yeah. the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and and because and we got kind of like turned around and bit because, us in the ass somewhat. Well, because in the Gulf War, we parked our butt in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and that made Mister that made Mister um, what's his face who's dead now. That made him upset. That made the the fundamentalists upset that we were in their the kingdom you know, the, the, the sacred land to them. And that's what started the whole thing with the Taliban. And, you know, the, the Pakistanis started the Taliban. <laughs> that wasn't an Osama bin Laden thing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we kind of dug our own hole, but, you know, it comes a time when you got to say, okay, enough of this crap. And you just got to finish it. <laughs> and we went into Afghanistan and kicked the Taliban's ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice like, night. Mike, Mike, yeah, Mike then we decided we were just going to hang out. And that's yeah. when things got bad for us. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's let Kevin come in here a little bit. I'm sorry, I was looking for I don't know why you're being so damn patient. I'll be quiet. I, I am. Because we, we have company. I'm being respectful. Oh. oh yeah. hey, open <laughs> it up, man. Up in your house. <laughs> All right, my, my rant's off. My rant's off. <laughs> no, no. Well, you got to get it out. Hey, I know how it is when you when you hear something, it just drives you. I, I totally get it. That's why I was um, saying before, one of the shows before, there's been no mention in the press about us kicking ISIS's ass. You know, it's like, where is it? Because it doesn't meet the narrative. So, 
And us and the Russians. Us and the Russians. Let's give the Russians credit, too. They've done a pretty good job of killing a lot of people, too. So, you know. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Go you ahead, know. Kevin. Go ahead. Let's get let's get Kevin in on this a little bit before we uh, keep going down this rabbit hole. Yeah, I, th- I think that when it when it comes to what the, the guy did today, when it comes to what the, the idiot did a couple of weeks ago, whatever it was with the truck, uh, 911 and everything in between, um, they, the people, they suck. Right. There is no argument to have here. You know, terrorists suck. ISIS suck. There is there is no debate there. Right. Um, I do think that when it comes to no matter what reason we are being attacked and you guys went over a lot of information, a lot of um, a lot of the, the time, the, 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 uh, the time strains and all that kind of stuff. But I will say this. I asked this question back at uh, 9-11 it, it, to, to kind of show people who we should be as a country. Did the terrorists call and say that if you are only a Caucasian <laughs> male uh, to stay in a building and everybody else leave? Did the guy in the subway say all the women and children can leave, all the men stay? Did they ever send a memo? And if they did, I never got one saying that if you are a minority in this country, please don't go to these areas at a particular time. No, they didn't. This is one of the I want to because you guys have everything else covered. I want to point out the fact that that's the reason we need to work on ourselves and we need to be closer as a people because we are so busy finding reasons to hate each other. We forget everybody else hates us equally. They really do. They hate us equally. There, There is no I only hate you a little bit and I hate that person a whole lot. Uh, they American. I don't care if you try to say you're not an American. Oh, I was just born here. I really don't represent this country. I, it, let's take it to the people that burn the American flag, right? Which irks me to no degree when they when they do that, right? But for the people that burn the American flag, do you think that if you were standing in the tower on top of the tower burning an American flag the day of nine one one, they still would not have flew in that plane right into your butt? Uh, yeah, absolutely, they would have. Ultimately, we're Americans. That's what we represent. Yes. So I will. I, you guys did a great job of kind of going back and forth with the rest of the stuff. I just want to point out it's a moment for us to all be be unified. Every time a terrorist does something to us, um, it just reminds me of why we should be sticking together. We can debate about how to stop it or how to keep them out. I think that the government's trying to do a good job. I don't think people are just sitting around twiddling our thumbs, letting it happen. But I mean, realistically, uh, look at the the situation they're in. If you if a guy leaves the country twice in a year, right? Let's just throwing out examples. He leaves the country twice in a year, and you start harassing him. He is then, even if he is up to no good, he is then going to go complain, uh, raise high hell about the fact that you're harassing him. Then you back off. Then he blows you up anyway, right? <laughs> so it's really it's really nothing we can do until we come up with a standard to say, hey. And I'm not saying people shouldn't be allowed in the country. That's that's not for me to say. Uh, I'm just saying when when people are doing things that shows a history of being dangerous to us, then we need to remind them that we, we can be more dangerous than they can ever conspire to be. And we need I to agree. go on defend yeah, ourselves. I, absolutely. But, you know, um, I think, it, yes, it would be profiling and he might complain to someone and someone would say, oh, you guys are so terrible. But who gives a shit about that? I personally, right. <laughs> exactly. I personally don't care about that. Um, he wasn't going to the Bahamas. <laughs> you know what I'm if he was going to the Bahamas or some other place or whatever, can go, oh, hey, this, this guy who came to America, he's going on a vacation somewhere. It's different. Um, it's different. You know, different. obviously, if he's Muslim, there's nothing wrong with him going to the Holy Land. Uh, 
Sure, lots of Muslims go to the Holy Land, but somehow we have to look at that because if you're saying that we can't look at it, then we are pretty much doomed. You're done. You're finished. Yeah, if you're that done. if you're that ignorant or that or that that you you can't look at your enemy and examine your enemy or or possible enemies, then you're finished. Like you said. Yeah. Now, Mike, you you were in the Middle East, right? Um, I don't think any of the rest of us. Have, you know, I've I've lived in Africa in a Muslim country or a country that's not totally Muslim, but it's controlled by Muslims. Um, but you were actually in the Middle East fighting, Mike. What do you think about all of this? That's kind of a sensitive subject because it's one of those type things. You got to follow your orders, do what you're told to do. And um, what you really think, it can hurt you. It can be used against you, you know. But I'm more along the lines of, do what's right. Um, I don't like to butt into other people's business. So a lot of stuff, I don't think we have anything to do with. But at the same time, my orders were given to me. I just follow along with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Understood. So Mike, Mike, let me ask you this. Um, you, you, you've had to exchange um, uh, issues, combat, tactics uh, against these guys. Since they are, we understand that terrorists are, are cowards, right? We get that. Um, in battle, uh, I'm curious, and I'm pretty sure other people are curious, when you guys were going up against them head on, did they show those same kind of cowardly tactics? I know there were still people bombing themselves, but did they did, did they stick to strictly ambushing? Did they ever really stand toe-to-toe and say, let's fight and let's fight this out? Or did they still stick to their cowardly ways? It was cowardly. Um, a lot of it was ambushes, and of course, you know, it was hit and move. Mm. You know, um, but... If they thought they had us outnumbered, you know, like I had a buddy over there one time, they did a battle for something like seven hours, you know, but look at how many people they had and where we had to go into an area we knew really nothing about. So they had the advantage of the territory because they knew the land, they knew the tunnels and everything like that, knew where to pop up, knew where to disappear from. But um, one thing I can say is um, we had captured this one guy one day. And um, I'm trying not to say too much because I don't want to get in trouble for saying mm-hmm. anything classified that's not been debriefed or anything like that. But um, this guy simply said it, uh, I'm not scared to die. So imagine how hard that is to actually fight somebody like that. And you got to hold values and how we do stuff to somebody who really doesn't care. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, yeah. I mean, that's more like an eye opener and that's, Pretty scary, though, you know, yeah. you really think about it. Well, I mean, and then, OK, let's look at it this way. And this is going to seem like totally crazy in the context of what we're talking about, which is re- we're talking about reality. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's take it out of reality. Let's say, uh, you know, tomorrow we disc- there's like aliens and they they have way advanced technology over us and they come to America and they take over shit and then we have to fight them back. How would you fight them back? If they have like more technology and more firepower than you, would you be brave and stand up there and fight them and let them just kick your ass with that technology? Or would you do what we're saying is like cowardly and, you know, um, fight a guerrilla style, insurgency style war? (laughs) You Okay, Walter, you can only give them syphilis if they're banging you. So I'm not really sure where you're going with that. A blanket, a blanket like they gave the Indians. Hey, here you go. This is nice. Well, okay, I guess that's true. You you laugh about that, but how do you know they're not immune to the common cold? 
Yeah, I don't know. That that's so, true. I mean, or the simple virus that you put in your computer. Yeah. So you got to. So, but, you go, but you're going. So you're saying you're going to go the route of fighting an insurgency against them, right, Walter? Well, you know, if you're outnumbered or you're out, let me see here. Let's say you they they roll up with a battleship and you've got a a, a kayak. You got to figure out a way because you're not going to survive against a battleship. Right. Okay. You're not do so, it, so right. Okay. That's, running, so that's running running against and beating on the side of the battleship with your bare hands. You're just going to end up dead. Right. right. Yes. Okay. Right. So I get it from you, Walter. Kevin, what would you do? <laughs> Come on, get that blanket with the syphilis and throw it on him. Forget about the like... people who are visiting, Kevin. We need the real. <laughs> Just give us the real. What would you do? What would I do? What do you think? Or what do you think about it? Uh, about fighting these terrorists, right? That's the question. No, what I'm saying is if someone comes, if someone has more technology, more abilities, more, you know, more firepower than you do, how do you fight them? Well, you outthink them. Um, and that's that's right. the thing. You're not always going to be the biggest. You're not always going to be the strongest. You're not always going to be the the the, um, the most combat effective. Uh, you do have to outthink them. I think when you go back to like Vietnam, you know, look what look why that, that conflict was so tough for us. Mm -hmm. uh, so I know that um, the guys over that we are fighting, yeah, they're stupid and the, the the general sense of the word, but they are not necessarily dumb. These, yeah, these well, guys, we're, we're in their, we're in their um, territory, as Mike was saying, and they know it better than us. And I think that if you are going to and, you know, I don't let's pretend we can remove all the innocent people with what I'm about to say. Take all the women, all the children that aren't involved in that crazy mess out of it. Um, Drop every flammable fluid you have, including the elephant's piss, and set them on fire. <laughs> Period. Well, they have, is, is elephant it, pee yeah, flammable? Yeah. I heard it in a joke one time, so I'm just oh, Okay. Well, you, know, you, you, you drop everything you can on them. That's why I have to say, let's pretend we can remove the innocent women and children. Mm -hmm. And the uh, innocent well, men, too, right? The innocent men, the men that don't want those kind of conflicts. Um, and you you eliminate them from the face of the earth, period. And you don't give them graves. You don't no. do anything for them. You just eliminate them. You eliminate them. You wipe them out of history. You know, I don't want to talk about them. I don't even want to know they existed. They need to die, and they should have died, like, yesterday. Mm -hmm. Why are they still breathing? They shouldn't be consuming our air, period. Mm -hmm. There's, there's no pity for him. There's no remorse for him. I don't feel sorry about the guy's body laying out in New York today. I don't I don't feel sorry when I, I look at the, the pictures of the conflict. I don't feel sorry when you watch the videos of the, the helicopters taking these guys out and people are screaming, oh, that was merciless. They shot at him with a big machine gun from a mile oh. away. So, so because they would have stood five feet from you and blew up your entire family and everything <laughs> yeah. you ever worked for. I don't feel any remorse for him. So uh, to me, yeah. Set them out, lay them out, set them on fire, watch it, get you some popcorn, pop popcorn over there, dead bodies, and enjoy. Okay, okay. So, um, so Mike, I mean, how how would you how would you go about that battle if the if the uh, roles were reversed? I think honestly, you got to go um, guerrilla style. Mm -hmm. You know, you you got to take it back to the old school. You know, and um, I think there's enough um, veterans out there. Like, if something like that was to happen you would actually see a real life militia come together and mm -hmm. old school tactics will win. Yeah. I think it's a lot like, um, Red Dawn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. So, go ahead, Walter. No. Yeah. You got to assess the enemy first. You just don't go charging at them, ah! you know, cause you'll end up dead. <laughs> so you got to assess and find their weaknesses and then play on their weakness. You know? Yeah. 
Now, so the reason why I'm asking all these questions is I'm just trying to flip the perspective and see what's going on here. It's not that I necessarily empathize with any with with these guys who are trying to come here and blow us up because I don't. I think for the most part, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that say, you know, America shouldn't meddle with other countries. They shouldn't get involved in these things. <laughs> and I kind of understand. I, I get that. But we are way past that. And America yeah. does play a role in what's happening in most places in the world. Yeah. And I think a lot of things that probably shouldn't play a role. But we can't say that America always plays a role in a negative way. I was born in Guyana. And for sure, we know that America messed around with Guyana and other countries, you know, the CIA and all that and controlled yeah. who, who yeah. was in politics. I, I know that. Right. That's what they did. And so that's not necessarily the best thing in the world. But there's good ways that America, there's things that America does for the rest of the world that are a good thing. So like, where's the balance? Do we say do nothing and let whatever happens in the world happen, which I'm sure a lot of people will say, yeah, fuck that. You know, who cares what's happening over there? People have to solve their own shit. Well, I tend to agree with most of that, but, but there's just some situations that call for America to do something. I don't know, maybe like world war II. Uh, well, you know, first thing we need to do is we need to stop this idea that we're not, that we need their oil. Okay, because all you do when you buy their oil is you fund their terrorism, period. It's, that's it. Without us buying their oil, I know the Chinese will buy it. Yeah, 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 the Chinese will buy it. Let the Chinese buy it. We have plenty of fuel here. We have plenty of all kinds of resources. Use our stuff. And then let, let, the, let, let, let them have their way over there. Let them, you know, let, let all hell break loose in some place and just let it, let it fester. Let it go. They don't produce anything. The Middle East produces nothing but oil. They make no, they make no, for the most part, they make no armaments. They make no refrigerators. They make no cars. They make they, plenty of uh, poppy. Well, let them have their poppy. They'll all be so heroin like addicts. The hell with them. <laughs> yeah, but they're not the ones that are, I'm not saying they're not heroin addicts over there, but they're not the ones who let them have their, let them have their goats. Just like, their, just like the oil, we're the ones consuming the, the, the majority right. of that let stuff. Let them have their goats. Let them have their, their little, their little boys. They like to molest. Let them keep the women inside, and eventually they'll they'll take care of themselves. They they, they can't feed themselves over there. How they, don't bring them over here and think they're going to change. They're not going to change for you or me or anybody else. They're going to be the same way. They're going to destroy this country. They'll destroy Europe. Yeah, they, 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 they have destroyed the Middle East. We didn't destroy the Middle East. We didn't start fighting each other in Syria, did we? No. <laughs> um, um, and we you know we cleaned up. Iraq was cleaned up pretty well before Obama got in power. Then he I, then he threw his hands up, and then all hell broke loose again. Yeah, so. I think the I think though in the beginning you said that it's that this has some this is connected to the oil, which I think it is because in yeah. America, if the price of oil fluctuates and we go from paying three dollars, I think we're all close to like three dollars a gallon right now, right? Uh, well, not for, not by us. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we're in that zone. We're but in that zone, depending on we, if you've got premium or whatever. Why do we continually play this game where we're dependent on their fuel? We don't need their fuel. Because of our, because it's because of our psychology. What psychology? Of, Tell me, what's that psychology? It's the psychology that Americans have. Uh, uh, there's, there's a couple of things. One, if the price of if the price of of gas goes up and it's like four dollars a gallon or five dollars, really and truly, it should be technically like six dollars a gallon, right? Why? If it goes up, we're the ones that panic. Well, well, oh my God, I can't, I can't afford this. You know what the hell's going on? It's it's us. You know, so um, I'm uh, here. Mike, Mike is showing another gun. 
So there you go. Um, okay, we're gonna talk I, about I think, let's talk about guns. Let's talk. No, but listen, let's guns. no, let's let's uh, let's just follow this just a little bit more, right? We are the ones that worry about that. It's Why us. do we worry we, about it? The reason we don't take advantage of our own resources is because the government and and people in this country are so brainwashed, thinking, oh, oh, if we drill oil, the, the beaches will be ruined. The beaches aren't ruined. They won't be ruined. There's laws against yeah. all that. There's there. But in the meantime, you want to drive your nice big car and, and you want to go fly it on vacation and you want to go on the cruise and that cruise ship that consumes thousands of gallons of fuel as it's going along. But you but oh, we got to do something about we got to have peace in the middle. Yeah, of the Walter, I totally agree with you. And I think we don't even need gasoline. We, we've got natural gas and well, we got plenty of gas. We got plenty of oil. It's that's yeah. the biggest fallacy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to I have to say something to, to Walt. Uh, don't make me feel guilty because I like cruising. OK, I'm just saying, I, I think I, 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 you should be able to go on every cruise you want to go on. <laughs> no, I'm just glad. Right. You're right. No, no, you make a good point. I would I would just um, like to make uh, one last point before we move on from it. Yeah. 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 You, you know, you there is a reason that I think and I know I sometimes I try to get deep or whatever, but there's a reason that politicians should be looking at this beyond the obvious. Right. Keeping people like that from us and doing more to keep that away. Think about it like this. Why are they blowing themselves up instead of fighting us? And I know there's there's been a lot of there's been a lot of gibberish about uh, whether the Japanese um, commander ever said what he said or whatever about behind every uh, blade of grass is a rifle. I know I'm paraphrasing, uh, but there is a reason why those cowards, besides their cowards, won't stand up and go head to head with us, even in our own land. Because they never know who's going to return fire. They they will not confront us head up, right? And that's something to think about. You know why why when they, when you talk about these guys and when they do commit terrorist acts and they they go into what gun free zones, right? I mean, serious. Not even it's not <laughs> New York even, City, yeah, right. Yeah. It's the serious. It's serious. They go into gun free zones. They won't stand up in the middle of places where they know there's a great chance that people are armed and fight because they know it's a it's a losing battle. So they rather just blow you up. For you don't get the, the chance to say you took their life. They don't want you to be able to say that, right? So it's something that these politicians ought to be looking at. You want to continue to disarm America as you disarm us? Do you empower them more? Right? Well, so, you know, they, they ought to be looking at it like that. You're, you're, talk, think, you're, you're talking sensibly, Kevin, and politicians yeah. aren't sensible types. Well, I think that's the point I'm trying to make to you, that we're not doing anything sensible and logical. We're not. We're not doing anything like that. We can absolutely... We can absolutely create our own fuel sources here. Our solution to it is we're going to have like more electric cars and we're going to fund companies to build electric cars. But we're not going to we're not going to make nuclear power plants in order to get the electricity. And, um, you know, even here in Florida, there's times where you can't like solar power is not going to generate enough electricity to power all these things. So it's going to be some kind of fossil fuels. Yeah, we have we have fossil fuels for the next they say 300 plus years. All right. So there's plenty of time to figure out everything in between. We don't, we don't, we're the ones that have dug all those holes over there and brought all that stuff out of the yeah. ground. But that's what I'm trying to say to you. I'm let saying the, to you let that them, we let them play with the Chinese, let them play with the Russians. They'll have a really good day. They'll have fun. The Chinese, the Chinese don't get along with Muslims at all either, by the way. And um, they'll be fighting their own war over there before too long. So let them, let them have all that mess. Let them, let, let them play in that in that sandbox and see how they like it. But yeah. you know what? Aren't they tearing up? Um, uh, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but it's 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 ISIS influenced and they're in the Philippines. 
Yes, they tried that, and the and the Filipinos kicked their fucking ass. So, and they they and and oh, I'm sorry, but you know, I always got to wait find a way to plug our positive two way, <laughs> even though it's not necessary. Well, it's an American value, but uh, Instructor Zero actually went over there to train those guys to fight back against those uh, those cowards, right? So that once again, there is another positive gun guy doing something to affect the positive change when they, terror is attacking people. Sorry. The, mo- the, Muslims, the Muslims in the Philippines have been there doing that since the turn of the, uh, since the early 19, 18, late 1800s. Or, or late, yeah, late 1800s, yeah. With the Moros and, and in Mindanao and stuff like that. They've had that problem for a long time, but ISIS is a new adjutant trying to spread the the, the flag or whatever. And um, yeah, the Filipinos had a hard time at first because they were giving them a hard time, but they finally got their act together and they went in there and slaughtered them. You know, and and that's the only way they're going to change anything. You're going to affect change with these people. You you have to take no prisoners. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think that I think that we can't solve any of this with logic. I think that's the problem. You know, Those if you're people trying to don't deal, think logically. Yeah, if you're trying to deal with this logically and and you're even trying to solve a problem, you're not going to do it here because ultimately this is not a logical thing that's happening. No. This is all based off of emotions and, um, you know, and, and, and trying very to, old programming is the best way I could put it. Very and, and, old and ways ignorance, of thinking. And ignorance and ignorance. I would say yeah. that because a lot of the folks that fight for these causes, first thing, hardly can read. And much of them can't write. So they believe whatever they're told. And they just, you know, hey, there's the blinders. Yeah. Go do it, you know. So yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so to try to segue here because I don't think we're gonna we're gonna solve we're anything. We're not gonna get anywhere all. here. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah, absolutely. And before we get into that, I saw that way way back in the chat. I don't. I can't even find it in the chat anymore. LB Louis Cipher was telling. Remember last week he had a problem with his sig. And um, we suggested that he get in touch with SIG and see if they'll help him out. And I and I believe that he's saying that they that they are going to help him out and send him that that uh, guide rod that he needed. So there you go. Good, good for him. Yeah, good to hear that SIG is doing that. Because um, I've heard a lot of horror stories about SIG too. So yeah, absolutely. So okay, let's go to guns. Um, I know that Mike has been like showing guns in the little small screen. Sorry. Where's the guns, Mike? Where's the gun? What you got? Oh man, uh, this right here is gonna piss probably piss you off, but um, <laughs> you, know, you can't do it. You can't do it with a gun. You can't do it with a gun, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, what, what? Hold on. Is oh. this an HK that you're about to show me? <laughs> my, my name ain't Kevin. Come on now. Oh, oh okay. All right. All right. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you ready? No. Go ready. Ahead. Okay. Ready. Ready. All right. Here we go. Oh, handfuls of them. Oh, <laughs> are these handfuls. all Smith & Wesson? All these are Smith & Wessons. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. No, there's nothing. I think that's that's fine. Not- I remember my first gun, too. That's that's cool. <laughs> oh, that's low. That's very low. That, all, right. all right, so it goes like that's this. That's a foul right there, Kevin. <laughs> nah. Nah. Hey, nah, I thought we was going to take over the show, Kevin. We are taking over the show. It's good. It's good, man. I just had to break you no, in. No, man. You can't uh, take the over way, the show when you're stabbing you, me in the back. What you just saw there, what you just saw there is what we refer to as black on black violence right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of this one. Smith and Wesson is coming up. I mean, people people are turning to Smith and Wesson more and more here. We gotta talk some gun news too. There's a lot of gun news too. Speaking of Speaking of manufacturers. Yeah. So go ahead. So you're a Smith & Wesson guy, Mike. Go ahead. Um, yeah, tell I'm, us what's I'm, going on there. 
Yeah, I'm Smith and Wesson. So, like I said, pretty much all my handguns are Smith and Wesson. Um, this right here was the first one I bought when I got back from Iraq the first time. That's an MP, is that what? It yeah, this yeah. MP. This is forty. This is oh, 40. forty. Oh my goodness, that's another violation. How do I? Well, forty so, caliber. Are you a forty caliber guy? Is that no, what you're no, saying? Man. The rest of my gun. Look, the rest of them I held are all nine millimeters. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right, all right. All right, all right. This, this 40, I haven't shot I was about this. to go Kevin Dixie on you, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't shot this in about maybe three years, four years, maybe. You know? But um, mm, this was... He sucks. Yeah, this right here is probably my favorite one. You know, has some work done well, um, from ATI. A-T-E-I. Oh, okay. Uh, and, um, never heard of A-T-E-I, so... Yeah. These guys are out of Michigan. Um, it's just like another version of um, agency. Uh, what is it? Agency Arms. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they do pretty much the same type work, but you know, each company got their own little designs when it comes to serrations and um, the lightning and all that. And okay. All that. I bet you Argo J knows about these guys. Yeah. So um, actually, I got two guns done up by um, ATI, which are these two. Or ATEI. Okay. So um, what I did was um, I was you know, of course, you know, shooting competition and everything. And um, I didn't want to pay $7,000 for a race gun. So just sent the work in and then you can do more competitions with a stock gun with custom work on it. Mm -hmm. But um, these two right here, this right here is the shield. And um, I know Kevin's a fan of um, the shield. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's that's um, Lola's uh, carry weapon of choice. Yeah, see, but the, the only thing I don't like about the shield, because like I was telling you, Kevin, you know, I got big hands, but it's, it's pretty thin. Yeah, Kevin has those little hands. What? I'm just trying to get him all. But oh, this now you're going to show your hands? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's TV. We can't tell the size of your hands from TV. <laughs> but this is I'm just going to if Kevin, if you're going to be in your house and you're not going to get riled up because you have house guests, <laughs> we are going to mess with you the whole time. <laughs> I'm declaring, I'm declaring this mess with Kevin Dixie day. <laughs> Especially since you have house guests and you don't want to get all riled up. You have to be on good behavior tonight. Yes, but go ahead on your, you can't tell, you should have never told us that you have house guests and you want to be on good behavior because we're just going to mess with you. Nope, I'm gonna ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> no nope. rants from Kevin. <laughs> yeah, nope. that's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so everyone, start letting me know like what things should we talk about, Kevin? Start making your list right now. We're gonna talk about him. Go ahead. I'm, I apologize for that, Mike. No, you're good. Um, but um, this is the compact. So this is my everyday carry. But one thing I like about the compact is that you can use the same magazines with your full size. Mm -hmm. Okay, because it's double double stacked. Correct. Yeah. So you have the, do you have the 2.0? No, I don't have the 2.0. Um, I never really been interested in getting it because normally what I do is I wait until you know, like somebody has a mishap with it. And I'll be like, well, I'm glad I didn't buy that, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> letting other people be the crash test dummies. <laughs> yeah. Correct. You know, so yeah. like, um, I went to the gun store, I held one, I haven't fired it yet, but, um, I want to say it was one of them. I think it was a 2.0. Uh, compact or the shield, but one of the compacts where they had um they ported it, and people was complaining about um flare in the eye. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. But like yeah, what is um what Smith and Wesson's uh custom house called again? Um, uh, performance center. Performance center. Yeah, yeah, performance center. Yeah. Like By the way, 
Go ahead. Smith, Smith, Smith and Wesson, and I and I was just teasing, Mike. We we were talking about Smith. Uh, I think that was Saturday morning. You know, one of my I had a couple of rifles, but the first rifle that I, I really got into and uh, and really learned off of was the M and P fifteen. That you know that, that that Smith makes a good, solid quality gun. I don't think they get enough credit because there's so many options out there. Oh, see, there we go. Bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they they make a good a good quality gun. It's definitely an American made product. I know. Yes, I I like HK, but you know what? I like any good company, and it's always extra plus if it's a good American product. I think Smith does a great job, and this whole um, I don't think that they came after to be a Glock 19 killer. I haven't shot the MP 2.0 compact. I haven't shot it yet, uh, but okay. I'm hearing that it's a heck of a gun. If you want to get another option besides a Glock 19. Um, they they put out good products. Their wheel guns are, are are classics. I don't I don't see how you argue with a company like Smith, man. Yeah, um, Babyface is testing it on our end. He's testing uh, that and the Gen Five, and we're gonna have a video coming out. I'm not doing like you know, it's just because I'm busy doing a whole bunch of other videos because no. I would usually do a in the wild videos with those things. But it's been so crazy that what we're gonna do is come out with a, like a long term with him actually carrying it and shooting it and everything, then he's going to, we're going to sit down and, and do and those he, things. But he likes it so far. He likes the M&P 2.0. Any, any of you guys uh, have any older Smith automatics? At the West. Oh, come on. But nobody else can just sit around the house and make guns. Like, you know, we make, pick up guns, man. Everybody doesn't have a, I'm just going to go make this. I'm going to drive my tank over to my shop and make a gun. <laughs> no. now, wait a minute. I don't make Smith & Wessons, my friend. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't just, he doesn't just stamp them out. Can we talk about oil again? Come on. <laughs> Kevin's just hating. Kevin's hey, just hating. hey, Hank, I want to actually say yeah. something, if you don't uh-huh. mind. All right. Sure. Um, so, you know, Kevin's doing um, Aim for the Truth, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to get it here, but I haven't ran it by Kevin yet. But, um, oh, boy. The scope, scope and mount, of course, you know, it's LaRue. Oh, that's a LaRue mount. Uh oh. Yeah. Leopold scope. Yeah. You know, that's a good um, mount. Yeah. Yeah. LRT. This scope. And a Leopold. Yeah. This scope and the scope that's right here on this rifle. This is a Bushnell. Is that a Vickers tactical rifle right there? Yeah, this is a Viking. Viking, Viking tactical. Excuse me, I don't know why I said yeah, Viking tactical. Uh huh. But um, this scope, and it's also a Larue mount. But this is a Bushnell um, SMRS. But I'm um, I'm planning on auctioning them, auctioning off those two along with a Kestrel. Oh but, really? Um, yeah. So when Kevin actually brings um, aim aim for the truth down to Columbia, South Carolina, that's the day I want to actually raffle those off. Oh. If we can actually, um, oh, very nice, yeah, very yeah. nice. absolutely. Those Thanks. are some badass. That's uh, that uh, yeah. that Viking tactical is pretty badass. Yeah, right. No, we <laughs> rifle, just the scope. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah just, uh, we'll we'll say we're gonna we're gonna auction off the scopes. I'll bring them back yeah, to the story for testing first. Uh, no, Kevin. No, Kevin. We're gonna have to have oversight. Of you. I'll tell you what you will do for oversight. Just send it to me. <laughs> And I will be the oversight process of these. Uh, and you'll make sure it's safe. Yeah, I will. I will test them for a certain time period no, that no, um, no. will be disclosed later. <laughs> but Mike, that is um, that is, dude. First of all, thank you, humbly, seriously, thank you. Um, those are the, that, that's 
That's awesome, man. I don't know what to say, but thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I will say that there is no, um, and the same goes to Gainesville. I don't know both of you guys' emails, but regular work is kicking my butt, but you'll get it in the next couple of days. But there, one thing about me, and just for everybody can hear me say it publicly, I'm not a guy that does the, the, the talking of, hey, it should or we can. I'm a doer. So it's coming to Columbia, South Carolina, period. It's coming to Gainesville, Florida. Uh, as long as logistically uh, we get everything together on on your end, it's it's happening, dude. I'm not I'm not pulling any punches and I'm not running away from the mission. So we're coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. OK, um, let me do a couple of things here. By the way, Stephen Spark says, uh, Walter, he called with some questions about the SHGF 50 last week and actually got through to Walter. Yep. Thanks for the me. customer service. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I, I bitch about it sometimes because I'm doing other things and the phone rings. And I go, but you know, you, you do get if it if if it, if you get past the CEO. Yeah, you know, I mean, she can, uh, Peggy Killer Keller. She can answer a lot of questions, and it's funny though. She'll get a phone call and the guy says, "Can I talk to somebody that 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 knows something or something like that, or <laughs> or can I talk to a man?" They don't, they don't I, want to talk to Peggy. <laughs> can I talk to a man? She's had that before too. Oh wow! Really. Yeah. And most of the time she knows more about the guns than any of these guys do anyway. So, yeah, I don't understand that. I will talk to the to the ladies all day long. I don't want to talk to dudes. I, I just don't want to. I just don't want to hear the voicemail or the recorded message. I just yeah. want to talk to a human. Oh. Oh, so hey, that's, I'm yeah. sorry. Real um, quick before I before. I, I'm sorry. Uh, Robert Harris, I want to thank you. And it happened, about, it happened about 30 minutes ago. I want to thank you so much for your twenty five dollar contribution to Patreon. Oh, cool. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, really Very nice. Um, and for all you guys for the kind words too. And Tango Hunter has a question for Mike. Mike, real simple question. He wants to know, do you own an AR-10? No. Man, that was but I do have, um, I do have a Ruger. The Ruger <laughs> Precision Rifle. Oh, okay, okay. You got, that, you, got that, you got that thing in the 308? Or what you got there? Creedmoor? Um, yeah. yeah, no, I don't do uh, 6.5 Creedmoor. Okay. So this is, uh, what is this? This is the Ruger Precision Rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you can actually... And what, and what caliber was it? I missed that. 308. Oh, okay. 308, yeah. How do you like that? Um, Actually, I love it. Um, Because I had this... Um, This right here was my first long gun right here, the Remington 700. No, okay. Classic. Oh, wow. So, what, um, okay, let's see. Let's. You made a couple changes. Is that a stock chassis or is that an aftermarket? It's an aftermarket um chassis. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, but I did some modifications nice. to it. But the reason why um I don't so much shoot it no more. I don't know if it was when they put the muzzle brake on this because this is a heavy barrel. So when they put the muzzle brake on it, it started kicking heavier. Really? Yeah. So I think what it is is um that, that shouldn't tension, be like that. That tension bolt that's under. Underneath, I think they tighten it down too tight, and I just never went in and untighten it. But I didn't think about it until maybe about three or four months ago, because you know now when I go out, I just shoot my Ruger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So you liking the Ruger? Yeah, I love it. Is love that it. a proprietary magazine on the Ruger? Yeah, actually, that's um, you can use like two different versions, a Magpul and then a DPMS um mag also. Oh, so it's an AR-10. So it is an AR-10 magazine. Correct. Oh, okay. That's good. All right. Yeah. So, okay, cool. It's it's an awesome weapon. The only thing I don't like about it is the barrel. Um, But I'm looking to get 
um, a carbon fiber barrel for it. Really? Yeah. You, you, yeah. A barrel, okay. A Christian, like a, like a, like a, like a yeah, Kevin, you gotta I'm say barrel. No, I'm with you, Kevin, because you know I am Team Burl because I like <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. like a like a Christensen's arms barrel or something like that or what? Um, I, actually, I was looking at proof. Oh, okay. Um, the proof oh. barrel. Um, because I've been reading nothing but good things about um their testing and everything, and then talking to a couple people who I know in the army that are um snipers and all. Um, everybody was recommending um proof also. Okay, cool. Good what to is, know. Just, just, just. How much does something like that barrel cost? I'm just curious. Um, just rough. You don't have to get in. The... Yeah, about about nine hundred fifty dollars yeah, okay, on yeah. the carbon. I think the steel was like five hundred or something like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bragmo says these live chats make my Milwaukee's best <laughs> taste better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's. We must be good then, because yeah. Uh, and Diamond Moto says you need to pick up an M and P ten. Um, and then for you, Walter, David Wright says, Walter, how much do your 50s go for? Um, just as a start, uh, in other words, single shot, know, what price do they start at? Single shots start around 1450 and mag feds start around 1850 That's retail. So, mm-hmm. um, And then, you know, if you go 29-inch barrel, it'll be 2000 Single shot, if you go 29, it'll be, um, so, oh, God. I'm gonna get shot if I say the wrong thing. Sixteen, sixteen fifty, something like that. Yeah, just two hundred dollars more, I think. So yeah, but um, yeah. So so I was gonna ask you this question before, Mike, but I, you kind of answered it for us because you showed us other brands. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna ask you if you're that kind of guy that every gun you buy has to be from the same manufacturer because you were showing us a lot <laughs> of Smith and Wesson stuff. No, um. Only reason I like Smith and Wesson more than anybody, other than like my first handgun I shot was a Smith and Wesson when I was like nine years old, uh, when I was with my dad. Um, but everybody was going crazy over Glock. Nothing against Glock, you know. I think Glock's a good gun. I like Glock, but I just don't own one, and I refused um, to buy one as long as the hype is with Glock. You know. Okay. If, I see. You're a contrarian. A, you're a contrarian. Yeah. So if somebody <laughs> gave me a Glock, that's a different story. You just want to be different. That's it. Yeah, I just don't do the bandwagon. You know? Okay, I understand. But what if what if people not getting Glocks is the bandwagon? <laughs> Did you ever think about that? I mean, that's one that's one to think on. Maybe the bandwagon is not getting a Glock now. Well, then, if that's the case, then I just take it back <laughs> to the old school and um, go with the shotgun. There you go. <laughs> the old school shotty right there. That'll work. Uh, which way? What is this? Um, A500R? Yes, A500R. That's a browning? Yes, AR. Yeah. Uh-oh. 500. So this right here, my uncle, he left this to me when he passed away. Oh, oh nice. It's automatic. I never fired yeah. it. Um, oh, you need to get out and shoot it, Jim. Man, you dudes have brownings and everything, man. You gotta go out and bust some caps. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, you know how it is. He, coming from Virginia, that's how we do it. I, I, what? <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> that's like generational wealth right there. Generational. So I even got friends. I jacked their weapons. Like, so if you follow, <laughs> yeah, DPMS right here. So if you follow me on Instagram, this is my buddy Solo's um rifle. Okay, you know, very cool. 
Yeah, you don't come over to the house and then um your stuff get locked in the safe and you gotta go home. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Possession is nine tenths of the law. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so Rock Humper just <laughs> Walter, Rock what? Humper says, uh, I ordered a SHTF fifty and now I have syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for the users who don't know the thing about the Indians and syphilis, the uh I don't know if it was the French or who or, or was us uh, uh, the British gave the uh in a gesture of good faith, I guess, gave the Indians blankets and um, back during the old days and mm-hmm. they gave them a little syphilis at the same time. And, and unfortunately that was the first like instance of like uh, we'll call a uh, biological warfare. Yeah. Germ so, warfare. Absolutely. yeah. So, um, um, and speaking of germ warfare, Brian quick says Miller high life, the champagne of beers. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, sure. Um, I'm looking uh-huh. at that. Also. That's their logo. That's their logo. Yeah. Boss Hogg, he actually said it took him a while before he decided to buy a Glock. Um, like I said, I'm when I was in way. the army, yeah. So like when I was in the army um, in Germany, there's an award over there called the Shoots and Snare Award. And when I did the Shoots and Snare Award, I did it with a Glock. But you know, you're shooting multiple variations of um, platform weapons, so they get the handgun version. They we use the Glock for that one. But like I said, I was impressed by it when I shot it. But I was like, well, M&P is what I'm bottle. Yeah, I understand. It's a red pill, blue pill thing. You just, you know, I get it. I get it. By the way, Walter Rock Humper, and I think he has a very good point here, says that was smallpox. You know what? You're right. It was smallpox. It was yeah. smallpox. They yeah. gave they gave the syphilis the old fashioned way. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, I, I got my. I got. I got I, my, I've been sitting here thinking like because I, I remember sorry, when you first said syphilis, I was like. That I was you have to actually have relations. Well, that was that was you know the the Christopher Columbus types that you know met the yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that. thank you, Rock Humper, because my, yeah. it wasn't fully connecting in my brain. But I, I stand corrected. My brain stand, was like, "What the hell is Walter talking about?" I stand corrected. I, I, I apologize. I, I want to show off because all y'all got all these guns and stuff. I'm scared of. You. <laughs> I want to show something off though. Go ahead. Uh oh. Yes, yeah, right. That's right. Oh, look at you. Look at you with the media pass. Congratulations <laughs> to you, Kevin. Congratulations uh, on you your media badge? pass. I don't got my badge. No, you know, I'm just, oh. I, I, you know. He has well, friends in high places and low Kevin, places. He just reminded me. I gotta we do we are the low places, and obviously <laughs> someone at NSSF is the high place. <laughs> I got to do that. I haven't, I haven't done my badge no, yet. This was, um, and I, you know, I'm always a guy that's always going to be humble and down to earth. This was, um, it was, I'm going to tell, I'm going to sh- share with people why this is special so in my journey, it's one thing to go. I can always go to SHOT Show. That's, that's not a big deal. But as you build your own brand and you get out and you try to do good work, mm-hmm. it's really good when you can go under your own brand. That's why this is a big deal to me. So I share this with my family here. It's a big deal to be able to, to go under your own brand and finally be recognized on a larger on a larger stage. So um, to, to work and to, to bust your button to the ground. And then when you get to communicating and having emails and big shots out to to Bill and Tishman over, over at the NSSF, uh, but they recognized the work. So thus, not only was I able to go, I'm able to go with a great media pass. And if you know anything about shot, uh, only guys like Hank normally get these. You know, you got to be somebody. You know, so uh, it, it was if nice that game. was the case, I would never <laughs> get one. The truth be told, they give those to anybody. No, that's not. Or you, I got to It's more and more difficult to get those now. Huh? Yeah, it was. It was difficult. Yeah. Um, so you you know what I actually met Tishma in Atlanta, Lola and I. So she's pretty. Yeah, cool. got, you took a picture with her, didn't you? Yes, yeah. yes, we did. So there you go. I told you he had friends in in hot places. 
We're the low places, friends. We're the low. I get it. I understand. Uh, my back hurts. One Walter said the SIF fifty now only six fifty. I know. I know. I saw that. <laughs> I, had, I had to open my big mouth about all that stuff, didn't I? Uh, you know, I mean, STD might might send you a trademark challenge. <laughs> yeah. Standard manufacturing will be if they watch this and we're like, wait a second. I ain't taking that. Yeah, you can't talk talk about you. Congratulations on that, Kevin. Congratulations on that. Stealing my STD, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna flip through. By the way, I don't know if anyone noticed I have a gun back here. Yeah, I saw it. What is it? What is it? I have back here. If I can even get it off this thing. Here we go. So check it out, Galil. Oh, is that a Big Daddy? Seven six two. Yeah, this belongs to Big Daddy. He was in here. I don't know where he went to. I think he was trying to um to uh, rush out. So, so there you go. 762. Let me flip right. it around here so you guys can see. So this is the 762 by 39 version of the Galil. I need to Put look at the, that. Uh, folding. Hold that side up where that, uh, where the safety is. Safety. Oh God. You know, what? Um, well, I guess I what, could. You don't like the safety? No, no. I'm looking at position of it. Cause I'm thinking of a stock. That's why I'm oh. thinking of a stock. Oh, you, is it in the, well, and this is a folding. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm um, always looking at things I can make a stock for. So, yeah. So there you go, Galil. What's the retail on it, Hank? Uh, why are you asking me? Because you're holding it in your hand. Uh, you're going to have to Google it. Uh, <laughs> uh, retail. I'm going to guess with my super, my, my super review powers that this is, uh, I'm going to say it's somewhere between 13 and 1500, but I have no freaking clothes. We'll, we'll have to Google it and see. Yeah, you're about right. You're, uh, about, you're, yeah. you're somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. yeah, and I notice it looks like it has something like what's on the X95. It's got these uh, these panels here that you can push down and pull them off, and then you oh. got the railings on the new kit. I should have been shooting this a long time ago. <laughs> is that it's not yours to shoot though? Is it? I mean, yeah, no, this belongs to Big Daddy himself. Oh. This is I was gonna say if you've been private. holding that, if you hadn't showed that to me, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, I can shoot this. I can shoot oh. it. Absolutely. Oh, okay. I can shoot well, it all at once. No, what I'm saying, it belongs to Big Daddy, not Big Daddy Guns. It actually oh, belongs to oh, Big oh, okay. to the Big Daddy in the Big Daddy Guns. So this Daddy. is his, yeah, we, I can totally shoot this if you want to. You Sounds know, like a plan um, then. Yeah, we can make plans and we can shoot it. So that's what I've got there on the wall. I don't know. I guess Kevin doesn't have any guns today, so. No, I got a gun. I got a gun. You're yeah. um, And we, we, we alluded to this earlier, but check this out. Listen. It might be, I'm sure someone will say it's, um, not apropos, or maybe it is apropos <laughs> to the situation that we have going on. Possible Wait, well, modifications. Is, that, that's another thing. How, how yeah, is it? Hold on a second. Let me not on there. Go ahead. How would it not be apropos? I'm just because, saying, like some because people of that, because of that jag off in yeah in New York. Right there, you go. That, that you know, how have we become so sensitive that you know <laughs> everything is. Yeah. Um, trust me, I would totally rock this. So, by the way, you know, Forge from yeah. Freedom, they do hoodies and all that. So you can Forge get any, 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 uh, what this truck is. It's gender neutral. Uh, that looks. Hold on, let me see what this truck is. You guys, this looks like this is, looks like a Ford. No, no, that ain't no Ford. That look like a Chevy. <laughs> is that a Chevy? That look like a Chevy. Uh, okay, okay. People, let us know what you think. I have no idea. I can recognize. <laughs> I can recognize a Ram, but. <laughs> I guess I can't, I can't recognize. So anyway, you can get hoodies and all kinds of stuff from Forge from Freedom. I'm going to, I'm going to flip through here and show you guys a couple of, uh, 
Forge from Freedom t-shirts that I got here. Let's see what I have here. What's this one? Oh, this is one. Here, I'm going to lock this on. This is one that I came up with myself. Check that out. What do you guys think about that? That's nice. Uh, I did. I liked it the first time I saw it. It's got yeah. red in it. Kevin's got to like it, man. It's red. Yeah, there you go. Um, also, you know what? I think like not everyone's going to know what that is because it's not exactly like a gun. So some people, some people will be totally ignorant of what you're wearing. And then some people, <laughs> I guess, I mean, like the trigger will be a giveaway, but you know how people are. Some people don't, some people don't recognize anything. So you can get, you got that one. Um, Lola says, I should remind you guys that there's a link in the description. If you're, um, that's either French or or Spanish, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Here's the, uh, you suck. <laughs> now, we get this all the time. This video will definitely get one of these. <laughs> you know, so this is basically what we see. This is the symbol right here that we see when they demonetize our videos, which happens every single damn time we put up a video. Not suitable for all audiences. So this is the you suck t-shirt. Um, that's oh, it for the t-shirt aspect. I think man, I, got I just got a notification up. on my computer that Babyface put up a new video. Man. What? Babyface putting up a video? Yeah, Mini 14 yeah. suppressed. Uh-oh. Yeah, Uh-oh. I gotta check it out, man. Oh, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, he got a Mini 14 from somewhere. I had a little bit to do with that. Oh. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, Mike, what's the coolest gun you ever shot overseas, man? Oh. Uh, 50, 50 cal. Uh, uh, American or um, or no, it was American. I, I it, was, it, was mounted, it was mounted onto a vehicle. Oh, I was oh, gonna okay. say, was it a machine gun? No, it fit cal. You know. Oh, just, okay. So, what is the coolest foreign weapon you ever shot? Or hmm. did you get a chance to shoot any uh, like dishkas or or um, oh, shoot any RPGs or anything like that? Or well, like I said, when you do the shoots and snare, um, you're shooting different weapons on their platforms. Um, I don't even know the name of it, but it almost looks like an AR-15, but the um, the scope almost looks like a handrail. Oh, um, oh kind of like a couple what, of things. A like Steyr? That. Steyr Aug? It, it was a, a Steyr, but yeah, it was a yeah, Steyr. But that's the original know, one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know which one it was with Steyr, but... Um, it, no, it would have been the Steyr Aug. That's one of the original ones. It looked funny, but at the same time, that thing was like, it shot awesome, awesome. though. Yeah. yeah. So by the way, guys, with, 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 so there's, there's a use of patch. Thanks, Walter, for the echo. We really appreciate it. Um, and by the way, we're talking about bullpups. There goes um, tactical bullpup. This actually belongs to Yankee Marshall. This is, I think, this is Yankee Marshall's dog right here. His beloved dog on that patch. I was gonna go get a gun, but since go ahead. Oh, no, criticize me. No, I'm not. I'm not criticizing. You have a Yankee yeah. patch. If you want him on your show. Yeah, what, what can I say? Forge from Freedom sent me that patch. I That's doubt cool. that Yankee Marshall would actually send me a patch or whatever, you know. So, um, did, did we want to talk about some gun news? I saw and, oh, and this, yeah. Kevin, you'll like this. Yeah, I think I put this in the. Um, did I put this in the chat here? Let me put it so you can guys can check this out right now. This is my gun news, but Walter also has gun news. Yeah, I got something. That's, yeah. So what's your what's your gun news, Walter? Well, Go ahead. I'll let you do yours. Did y'all read about uh, Remington? Remington is is basically going into bankruptcy pretty soon. It sounds like wow. So um, because the fact that I guess they were on the Hillary plan, and um, things have as it went <laughs> have, 
haven't went as planned. And <laughs> Rich Fowler said, oh, hell no. That's probably to that. I don't know. What was the hell, the whole hell no to? <laughs> yeah, what was that about? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but anyways, I guess they're not owned by the Freedom Group. They're owned by that Cybernus, Cybernus something or other, another, another money bunch. You know, people that aren't in the gun business. Because Remington? Like, Remington is not owned by the Freedom no. Group? Cyber, okay. cyber, something or other. Cerberus, Cerberus, something like that. Yeah. Of course, okay. the people are, aren't gun people; they're just suits. You know, they're looking at the bottom line. But I guess they took on a lot of debt when they acquired them, and the debt has continued to grow. And and um, even with all these rebates and all this stuff, Remington is going down the tube. So. Yeah. Classified information says you have my patch. So I'm not sure. It's okay. classified. It's classified information, Yankee Marshall. I don't think so. Um, so that's what I found to be, um, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's not long for Remington might not be around or they'll reorganize like Colt for the Colt oh. three or four. Yeah. Times. Fresh Fowler said, he said that in, in regards to Yankee Marshall. <laughs> okay. You know what? Yankee Marshall should come on, come on the show. Why not, man? Come on, bring your butt here on the show and let's hang out. We, we promise to go easy. We'll totally, we'll use Vaseline. Oh dear. Wow. You know, uh, and, but we'll be syphilis free. <laughs> you might get smallpox, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, Kevin, um, that company I was telling you about what we was talking on Saturday is called um, Delphi Tactical. And um, yeah, so, you, so oh, oh, yeah, OK, go ahead. What yeah, was that? So it, uh, the company I was me and Kevin was talking about guns on um, Saturday and I was telling him about a guy in North Carolina. His name is Joey D. He owns a company called Delphi Tactical, and um, his weapons actually shoot flat. Like the recoil management, you can stand wrong, do everything wrong, and it is there. So I would advise you if you're looking for an awesome gun, like rifle, hit up Delphi Tactical and um, check them out. Walk to the awesome showroom also. Yeah, put put a link in there and we'll take a look at it. Walter, we didn't let you finish with your news. Go ahead. No, no, I just. No, I was I was just talking about Remington and their and their the state yeah. they're in. So, you know, because they were off in all kinds, of, they still are off in rebates and things like that, and still it hasn't made any difference. Yeah, uh, I mean that's a company that's been around for a long time. Remington was in Kentucky, right? Uh, no, they're yeah. in Ilion, New York. Yeah, but weren't they? Didn't they have some manufacturing in Kentucky a long time ago before they went corporate? They might have. Like, they might uh, have. Not corporate, yeah. but Wall Street or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they might have, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Just, uh, maybe too big for their own pants or something. I, guess. I think I think Shot Show is going to be interesting next year. It's and you know the, the funny part is they'll still have the huge setup and they'll have all that stuff. And you know you you got to think to yourself, it's like, what are you doing? Lots of companies will. Um, I was talking to a company. I'm not going to say who right now. Right. But they um they had layoffs and stuff like that. Yet they're still going to have a big chunk. Oh, yeah. Shot show, big display space. And the reason they said is because if they release any of that space, they don't get it back. They can't get it back. And some other company could get it. And they right. would pretty much want to own the block. So that should give you clues of who I was talking to. Okay. Okay. Say, say, that, say that again. <laughs> Why? You weren't listening to me, Kevin? I was listening to you, Hank. Is Babyface on the side of you? You got Babyface there tonight? What do you no, 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 no. Yeah, or is Babyface growing out of the side of you like in uh, <laughs> like a total recall? <laughs> no, I'm just saying for, for those of us who uh, didn't hear you, you just said it again. 
<laughs> I said that there's a company that I was talking to that had layoffs and things like that. And mm-hmm. at SHOT Show, they're still going to have a big block of space, mm-hmm. you know, oh, and even guess. though they had the layoffs, they're not they're not cutting back on their display space or their booth space that they have because they don't want to let go of it because other people can come and take it over. Is that company in the same room I am? Um, yes. Yes. Do they make, Never mind. I know what they make. I mean, you can keep, you can keep going down that thing. Um, you know, base. uh, Okay. I'll let the cat out of the bag. Daniel. Daniel. I thought you you were talking about Sionsico. No, I was talking about Daniel Defense. Yeah, I mean, Daniel I was, I was, a big spread, big spread. Yeah, so I was talking to them. They had layoffs and stuff like that, and they built a big factory. I'm trying to get them to come on. Who knows? They probably won't come on now, but whatevs. They, um, yeah. But anyway, so they are they – are, um, they're still going to have a big display there, but the reason is, like, it's a business thing. If they let go of that space, then – They won't get it back. back. What was that hat you were showing? Uh, Osaka Apparel. Okay, my, there you go. Yeah, one of my buddies that um he's over overseas doing contract work. He started this company called One Shot One Kill. And um, you know, veteran owned, so bought product okay. from and I wear it every time I do something. All right, very cool, very cool. Um, check this out, guys. I got my victory back from Smith and Wesson. Um, you know, you're a Smith and Wesson guy. You're a Smith and Wesson guy, Mike. You should. I don't know. I haven't. It just came back today. I literally signed for it today, before I came. Before and it I had it, it had it had feeding issues. Is that what yeah? It had, it had like extraction issues or something uh-huh. like that. So I just got it back. Uh, we're, we're so now we're gonna you know, at some point, <laughs> at some point I'll do a video. But I actually own it. It came out to us as a T&E and we just got so busy and we had to move on to other things. And the way the T&E programs usually work, if you have something out as a T&E, you have to either send it back or buy it. So I bought it because I said, hey, I'll get around to um, testing it later. And then when I did, we put a couple of rounds through it. I think it was me and you, Walter, who was doing something and it had problems. And I was like, oh, you know, and then I actually asked um, – I think it was 22 Plankster and he told me I need to send it in because the first batch that came out or something had some issues. So sent it back to them. They should have fixed it. We will see whatever happens now. If I send something back to a company and then they send it back to me, you know, I I try to like, I'm not trying to hide anything from anyone, but if I run into some stuff and I think everyone should do that, you run into problems. The first thing you do, talk to the company because it happens. It's a mechanical thing and Mm -hmm. see if they will deal with it. And, you know, after that, then if you still have issues, like for me, if I still have issues, you would still talk to the company, obviously, but that's going to probably wind up being a video, whatever yeah. happens with that. So we will see what we see on this. Is that is that a threaded end of barrel? Yeah, so this is a threaded barrel right here. There you go. Threaded barrel so we can suppress it. You know, it's supposed to be really easy to take apart because there's a takedown screw that uses an Allen key, which is terrible. Right. But um, it's a takedown. There's a takedown uh, screw there. You take that off and you can take the two pieces apart. You can also change the barrel. So you can get different barrels and then you're, I guess the, you know, companies are making, you can change the grips, the grip, um, you know, the grips that you have on it. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. So, you know, we'll see Uh, at some point I'll do a video on it, but it does belong to the situation now. So let me see here. It looks like someone gave us 10 bucks. Uh, Scott Kimball says MW tactical price range of your courses. And he gave us 10 bucks for that. Thanks a lot, Scott. We appreciate it. Yeah. I just um, hit him up in, um, in the chat. 
But um, normally when I give a class, um, I don't try to break anybody's back with it. So like, oh, that you didn't put that. You put that in our personal chat. Oh man, I'm sitting right here thinking I'm <laughs> yeah. <like> everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's our personal chat. But go ahead. Yeah, tell them yeah. about it. So to um, answer your question, Scott, um, anybody who comes to one of my classes, um, normally what I do is I, I don't even charge no more than fifty bucks. You know, um, I can easily charge like seven hundred, five hundred, but I only do fifty bucks. You know, the same thing I taught when I was in the military. Um, same thing I teach to the people. You know, minus the tactical gear, of course. Um, but Wow, that's amazing. To, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. yeah. And like I told Kevin, when me and him was talking, um, you know, I, I do it to try to help everybody out because I want to um, share the knowledge. doesn't make no sense for me to hoard it, but I'm not trying to get rich off of it either. But um, in the same breath, um, if you can come out and get the training, come get the training. You know what I'm saying? And it pays off in the end, if you ask me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the range one says put the vol quartz and extractor in it solves yeah, the issue that, for yeah. sure. I did for my friend. Um, you know, you shouldn't have to do that, though. To be no. honest with you, you no, should you not should. have to buy a brand new gun and then start adding things to make it work. It just, I, yeah, I, no, that's why I sent it back to them. Yeah, I, you know, because uh, I look, I think that's like the fair thing to do. Because if I make a video and I say, you know, listen, this thing has yeah. problems, so we change this. It's like, okay. You know, you know I, you, I, but I sent it to them. They sent it back. No worries. You know, you know, if, like when we build those little bitty ARs, you you got to put a heavier extractor spring and stuff in it because of the nature of the beast. But that's a custom gun. When you when you buy a brand new, like you bought a brand new Glock. Imagine if you had to go buy a new extractor for it. How many people would do that? Not very many. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, OK, I know that we're like past nine, but I know we started late so we can run a couple of minutes. Um, and there's a bunch of comments, which I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to get to, but you know what, did you guys see this HK thing? I, I sent it in the chat here. I'll put it in, in our chat if that's going to work. Okay. Also, I saw a cool gun today, which I had, I had, uh, this is an old HK, but it's in my lane. Cause I like the bull pups. Did you uh, see yeah, that? Yeah. I saw that. I watched that video Yeah. Well, to a point it was, it went too long for my opinion, but you know, it's like, uh, uh-huh. Okay. But I, I've never seen the so caseless. I never seen the caseless gun fire. So, oh, okay, how was yes. it? Well, you you watched it, didn't? Um, I didn't get to watch it because oh, okay. I saw the article and then I was going to watch it here, which I have it. I have it muted. They shot it in a couple modes, and when it was running full on, man, that thing was fat. It was like a laser beam. Yeah, let me see. I'm oh. trying to fast forward to see. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's a, so it's what a, happened with this? Why are we not using this? Because it's too it's too complicated. Oh, okay. It's another one of those guns that's just like, well, really? Do you really need it? I mean, is it going to make that much of a difference? So is how it, do we how do we explain caseless to people? Well, if you take the bullet and encapsulate it in a in a material that acts as the uh, as the um the propellant, but there's no case around it, so it's like formed around the bullet. So you put it, and when, there's no case. So when it fires, it the bullet goes out and there's no ejection. There's no shell. Yeah, there's yeah. no shell to get Nothing ejected. Out. Right, right. Yeah, in this video, it looks like they're torture testing it, uh, quote unquote, <laughs> because they're putting it in some water. Yeah, that, oh, boy. Yeah, they yeah. put it in a thing of water. I think that Mac does more torture testing than this. <laughs> I hate to see them give that to the uh, to our friend that, uh, yeah, uh-huh. um, toes it behind a Jeep or something. You know, it's like, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look at this video, but I just thought it was interesting. I'll share that with everyone. Yeah, the caseless thing is like, like in the comments, they're saying, Mike Bryant, 
but it's been a thing they've been trying to do since the 60s and some people are still working on it i guess yeah so it's still very expensive yeah it was okay. you know you, you got to weigh the the work the price versus the advantages what are the advantages versus thousands of guns and the cost so mm-hmm. and we can't get out of the m16 m4 thing how are we gonna how are we gonna go to cases ammo I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Will Killer Keller says the gun digests the case and spits out the bullet. <laughs> well, basically, yes. But <laughs> the, the propellant forms the the whole. I guess what you conventionally think of a case. So, yeah. So, and then before we go, I just want to, I'm sure that Mike will talk about this, but he says, uh, if you go to mwtactical.com and you buy a few shirts, that actually helps that that's uh, that stuff's going to help. Kevin come out to South Carolina for the aiming for the truth event. Is that right, Mike? Correct. Um, right now I'm just trying to get together lawyers, doctors or whatever else. Um, Kevin's looking for, for people to come out and talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. That's, that's, that's big ups, man. I, I appreciate it. I, you know, I would, I would like give you a hug, but I can't reach through the camera. <laughs> Sometimes I look at the camera and I get emotional. Like I want to hug you. I want to dap walk and smack. Hank and I can never <laughs> really the camera hey, duty. Can I say one more thing, Hank? Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said, anything that comes um South Carolina, you gotta do a big round here. You know, um, you can't do nothing small. Um at the same time, like I, I was thinking of doing some form of a, a competition shoot, whereas we got Team Burl, which would be me and Kevin. Uh-huh. You can pick anybody <laughs> who you want, and Babyface can pick anybody who he wants. And, and I would say the three cities would be um, Gainesville, Columbia, and St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Try so, it. That sounds yeah. interesting. Uh, that just depends on the, the timing of it when it is. Yeah, exactly. So and, that's, uh, yeah, that's the only limitation for me because, you know, I might have like some other thing going on, but we can af- absolutely run it down. Yeah. And then I would even say um, to make it even more interesting, instead of everybody having um, equal loads, Anybody who uh, contributes to your show, monetarily wise, um, they can vote for who gets what and how many bullets. <laughs> really? So, okay. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll we'll have to work this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make it like make it. Inter- I told you, Kevin. Man, I'll be thinking all day, man. That's all I see. I would initially, I would say I would bring Walter with me, but um, you know, what? but Walter shoots like those dudes. Like those, like the terrorists. That's how Walter. What are you talking about, Willis? Walter doesn't know how to shoot. Just drives over people. I'm just messing with you, Walter. What are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> when Walter gets aggravated, I do it too, but I get mad. But Walter gets aggravated. He just like doesn't even waste his time aiming. Do you remember that video that we did, Walter, where you refused to go prone? Do you remember that? Oh, I didn't want to lay down like an animal. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm not laying down like an animal. Sometimes <laughs> you got to get low. What was wrong, man? You ain't laying in the dirt. You know what I mean? Oh, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, we, we can we could totally work on. They want that. you to lay down in the dirt and then shoot a fifty cal so it can go. All the dirt can go all over me. No, yeah, no. And I mean, what did you want? Can, can and it was probably hot out too, so I'd probably I, come up and all the dirt would be stuck to me. You know. Can I ask you a question? What did you yeah. wind up doing? <laughs> probably laid down and shot in the ground. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> there were people did. that watched that video and it was like, "This is so funny." Because Walter was like, "I'm not gonna lay down like an animal." <laughs> oh, you know what? Speaking of laying down like animals, so the other night, um, Hank, I, I shot a 
American gun chick, that little message I said I was going to shoot her. Uh-huh. So she, yes. um, I said, you know, uh, we don't trust whatever you're going to say on this. I'm, I'm, look, I, I will show it to you. Well, I, I want to make Unless sure. Unless it's me, I don't trust whatever you're saying. Right, I'm going to, I'm going to cover up her phone number, but it does. Nope. I can't do it without covering up her phone yeah. number. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Fake news. Time, fake she, news. I said, um, exactly what happened. So for, for those who don't know, uh, Hank thought he was the sexiest black man alive. <laughs> so he said that. American I didn't say alive. I didn't say alive. I said gun guy. Gun guy. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. sexy gun guy. And then I said that was before you came to St. Louis. That's what he thought. I and bet so you she chose Cola Noir. No, she <laughs> clapped back on both of us and said, laugh out loud, neither of you are Will Smith. So <laughs> oh. is Will Smith not even a gun guy, is he? Uh, probably not. Uh, is he anti gun? Not sure. No, I don't think he's anti gun. I just don't. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but that's messed up. Yeah. I'm hurt now. <laughs> my feelings are hurt what am I going to do you know? yeah. make a shirt I'm not the sexiest gun guy no no, that's not the shirt I'm going to make <laughs> I'm going to make the opposite <laughs> I'm going to make the opposite shirt um, I know for a fact she told me that at one of these shows she hugged Colin Noir and she was like he smelled really good <laughs> She just hasn't hugged me yet. The gauntlet has been dropped. (laughs) The challenge is up. The challenge is up. Archangel says, uh, at NLC, I told you I'm the sexiest black man in the gun world. Laugh out loud. (laughs) Okay. Well, we, uh, everybody, we everybody's trying to claim that mantle, but, you know, we can have the people vote on it. Let's do it. Yeah, you can just have the people vote. Uh, you don't have yeah. a bunch of, now, I think um, Miss Kitty is the only woman that's constantly in here that I see, unless somebody's got a code name where I can't tell. Oh, you're going to ask Vanessa Kitty now, who's the sexiest black guy? Well, Vanessa decided. She's still on tonight? I don't know. Vanessa Kitty, if you're out there, go ahead and tell everyone that I'm the sexiest gun guy out there. Go ahead. And, the, you know, period. Not even... Not even black gun guy out there. Oh, just now you're claiming the whole, taking the whole world, the whole yeah. world. I don't know, man. There's some, some, some pretty boys out there, like um, Matt oh, Best. Yeah. I don't know, man. He'll be hard to beat. Oh, I man. Got, I got him beat all day, man. Yeah, Lola right now is probably voting for GY6 vids and friggin' uh, Demolition Ranch. <laughs> so, Vanessa Kitty is there. Go ahead, Vanessa. Tell the world who's the sexiest gun guy out there. Who's the sexiest gun guy alive? Yeah, we're waiting know. on you. We're waiting on you. Yeah. See, look, see, look at the dimples. Yeah. Oh, Walter! Oh, Walter is getting in on this. We're we're keeping <laughs> it. We're, we're not discriminating. We're not discriminating here. <laughs> the guy yep, picked me. You know, it's like, <laughs> she says, trying to get you in trouble. Yep, you gotta. You're gonna have to make a call. Okay, who's the sexiest guy on this panel? The guys are all picking me. That's the problem. The, the sexiest guy on this panel. All those dudes are just trying to get into your fifties. <laughs> It ain't gonna work, Holmes. It ain't gonna work. That's what it is, you know. I by the way, I'm not that easy. Yeah. By the way, we put out some. I put out two videos this weekend. Um, I just want to let you guys know that we did put out two videos this weekend. One of them is me, Walter, and Will Killer Keller. Yep, that's a good shooting one. the um, uh, the Echo Two trigger versus <laughs> the BFS Three S One XYZ Element OP. So there you go. What did you think about that, Walter? That, that, was, cool. you in the video. that was a good, yeah. that was a good uh, comparison. 
Um, but the uh, the Franklin, I swear, it sounds like a machine gun when it went off. I mean, it was smooth. It, bah, 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 you know, versus yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, we got lots. I'm getting lots of opinions. Some people like the Echo Two out of there, even though <clears throat> it slows I, you down a little bit. And some people I, like. I the, think uh, the, I think the first gen Echo um, the, works better than the second myself. The one that I have, but that's just with the bolt carrier. And just the by the carrier. way, I didn't put this in the video, but the gun that we're using in the video. First of all, those triggers were in different guns, and we took them out, to be fair. So we took this one gun that Walter had, and it has a KES stock, which means it has a shortened um, carrier. Yeah, it has a shortened carrier in the first place, and it was suppressed. So we wanted to see in one gun what would happen with that under some, some different circumstances. So I know there's people talking about what's more flexible. Both of those guns were flexible, and they worked in the gun. Just it seemed like one worked smoother and faster than the other. And I think that the Echo is designed to like, uh, you know, to slow you down a little bit if that comes up. Hey, so hey, you, there you um, go. What's up? What was up with the video? Which you, um, I think you went to Brownells or something oh. on a secret mission or something like that. Oh, I was on. Uh, I went to the Brownells uh, social media summit, and um, you know that was that all took place here in Florida. And basically, they were helping us check off some stuff from the bucket list, like shooting from a helicopter, you know, shooting some guns. I shot an HK, um, MP, what was it? No, um, MP5. yeah, MP5 SD, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then a, a G3, full, you know, full That's auto. That's cool. Stuff. I haven't shot one of those. No. Well, the handgun yeah. you were shooting, and it looked like you, um, you was handling the recoil and everybody else was getting away from them. Yeah, that's called tactical fat. I, I, I grew up in the country preaching oh, tactical we got, fat we got, all the time. We got, we, got, we, got, we, got to talk, we got to talk, Hank, about tactical fat. Oh, yeah. You got to trademark it, Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, oh, Mike. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just saying, like, um, you had good control on the handgun uh, when it was that full automatic, the Glock. Yeah. Now, I have shot, I have shot a um, full auto Glock before. Okay. That was an 18C. And I never shot an actual 18C. I did shoot the airsoft version, <laughs> which is way easy. I actually have an old video of me shooting the airsoft version. And then I shot another Glock that has that thing on it. You know, there's something you could put on the Glock. It's not really an 18C. The switch in the back? Yeah. Um, but that was my first time shooting like an actual 18C. And it was it was pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you know, yeah. and yeah, but seriously, that's just weight. I just have mass. <laughs> going for me <laughs> you know i think um and i've shot some full auto stuff before like the guy was actually surprised that i shot the mp5 full auto and just dumped the whole magazine and basically didn't really move right well yeah. not much you shouldn't move yeah. with those guns there's not much to them um, no, you shouldn't. And some people, it, it rocked them back a little bit. But, you know, most of those guys like the, the there was Jason, the guy that was there. Um, he's a pretty cool guy. But most of those real operators, dudes, are little tiny dudes. Yeah, I don't think people real. And I'm not trying to, like, come down on him. He's a pretty badass guy, you know. Um, but that's typically how it is. Right. That's always surprising. <laughs> I guess you can't be stealthy if you're a big dude. <laughs> that doesn't lend to the stealthiness. And the operatorness very much. Okay, Although I'm sure it. there's some operators that are like big masses. Yeah, there's some big dudes that do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, so you know. what I got to do to come down into Gainesville and um, shoot with y'all? Oh, just if you're if you're in town, man, you just hit me up and we'll do something. You know, depending on what it is. If I'm here, we'll do something. Uh, I've got my own range so we could shoot whenever we want to. 
just have to not be around Shot Show and not be around yeah. NRA and yeah. <laughs> I'm usually not here. I'm not, well, never here for when Shot Show is going on, NRA is going on, and then there's some other events I go out to. And uh, sometimes things like the uh, Brownells thing comes up. You know, that was really cool, man. Like, uh, I've never yeah. been fishing. <laughs> so I did that on that trip. Just did a lot of things. And yeah, they were got to hang out with all those celebrities in the in the gun world. Yeah. Well, it looked like yeah, it looked I had fun. Yeah, it was. It was a fun trip. So, And it's like an invite thing, you know, uh, before anyone starts asking how I could get them into that. <laughs> they might not invite me back even. You know, they, they pick it's like a limited amount of people and they pick and choose who they invite out there. And for some crazy reason, they invited me. Was that the first annual? Was it the first time they did it? No, I think that was the second time they did it, but every time they do it, they, they do different things and it's all secret of what they're doing. So this time it happened to be in Florida. So I was able to drop off my son um, in Tallahassee at at school and then go do it. Uh, Everyone else had to, for the most part, had to fly out. So you know, but it was fun, man. I, uh, you know, I wish more companies would do stuff like that because it's cool when you go off on something and it's just fun and you can hang out and you can do what you want to. I was, you know, I did make videos and we all did pictures and stuff like that, but it wasn't like a pressure of, oh, you guys have to make a video and, you know, or post this thing or post that thing. So. No, that was good. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. You know what? I think we've been going for some time here. Lola says we should wrap it up. Yeah. So let's do let's do that. Go ahead, Walter. We'll start with you. Uh, one last thing I saw today on, that I thought was pretty cool, and before I'd kind of I'd kind of talk bad about it. That big ass Keltec uh, um, KSG, mm-hmm. the one with the long barrel. Have you seen the one with the long mag tubes that holds twenty four um, full size shells? Okay, I know there's the twenty four inch barrel, right? But they've got a mag tube now running down the length of the barrel, so. It can hold 42 mini shells. Okay, <laughs> that's that's awesome, but I mean... I saw it and I was like, man, do I want one of those just because? <laughs> you could. I mean, if you're getting it as like a collector's item, yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, don't, yeah, don't, I, I don't discriminate against big asses. They're only... Do- or big assery. <laughs> they're only anything, doing... Including they're guns. <laughs> they're only doing, I guess, a limited amount of them. So that's what I... Was like, oh, yeah, man. I think as a collector's thing, sure. But it's not practical. It's no, definitely it's not, practical. not tactical. No. You know, there's I like the just a regular KSG is cool, and um, they're more available now. And then there's an SBS version. Yeah, I don't don't have an SBS, but I would get that. I don't see the point of the SBS one, but that's just me. So it just gives you it's just smaller and gives you more maneuverability, you know, and that's going to me in the right kind of direction. Yeah, you know, to make it smaller, obviously, you're losing capacity. But you still have more of a capacity, and especially with mini shells, than right. you would with, um, you know, correct other other shotguns out there. So I I kind of like that. But yeah, the 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 big dookie one is good for <laughs> as a collector's item. Sure. <laughs> it, it it grew on me when I saw all those all those shells in, and the guy shooting like yeah. forty something times. I'm like, yeah, oh, completely yeah, that's cur- cool. Yeah, yeah. That's all I said. That was the last thing I had to say. So. Um, okay, go ahead. Just tell the folks out there what you have going on. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, building um, building CZ stocks for you guys that are waiting for your CZ stock. That stuff's coming off the milling machine pretty soon. Um, this one here. Oh, yeah, for the CZ Evo. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. Someone sent me – there was someone that sent me a bunch of – I'm trying to remember what it was. Someone sent me a bunch of – a picture with a bunch of guns, and I'm probably – 
Um, I don't know if I'm authorized to even talk about it. But um, here, let me see if we can get into this. So this company is, let me see. I'm going to try to figure out what this company is. Go ahead. Go ahead, Walter. But anyways, um, so yeah, we're working on those parts. So if you got one ordered, it's, it's in the works. It's coming. Plus, we're going to start working on the MP5 stock for the MP5K. That's coming up. If you guys have a, one of the Turkish ones, an original MP5, we're going to have like a cool stock for that. Have that at the SHOT Show. And um, just working in the shop, building stuff. So absolutely. Uh, Walters, the safety Harbor Instagram is safety Harbor firearms. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. It's safety Harbor firearms. And then we have a, I have a YouTube channel also as safety Harbor firearms and then um, Facebook safety Harbor firearms too. Yeah. So, and also uh, mower death, mower death. Yeah. Good old so, mower death. We shoot sounds like a rock band from the eighties, <laughs> yeah. but uh, <laughs> we got to do some more of that here pretty soon. We ain't going to do some of that more of that shooting yeah. pretty soon. So, Right. Absolutely. We're going to do some of that stuff. So this is from Modern Carbine. It's the MC6 SD 6-inch 300 Blackout Pistol that um, someone sent me. The reason oh, why cool. I mentioned it is it has the it has the the brace on it there. I know you, can, you guys oh. can get a reflection because of the lights here in the studio. Um, yeah. And then there's a bunch of them that are going out. So Yeah, that is the uh, tail hook like this. Yeah. Which, I which by the way, I, I ordered 100 tail hooks and the tail hooks are being shipped. So um i'm gonna have some tail hooks it's, focus there you go check that out then i can give your tail hook back hank but, um, yeah yeah you jacked up my tail hook <laughs> you voluntarily um, jacked yourself up so that's a, yeah when you send it back send me one of those lowers uh i'll talk about that when we get off here yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, don't know. I just dropped that on you <laughs> it's Gone. like what the hell <laughs> okay so let's go to let's go to kevin dixie we're gonna save mike for last kevin dixie what's the you look like you're sitting on the toilet right now dropping a deuce i am not <laughs> i am not how is that it's more kind of a mental you should have brought your guests the guests the house guests in here so we can all no. meet them. I think you're being very rude to the people out there in YouTube land no. that you're not bringing your guests on here. I have to behave. Um, uh, so, no, you don't. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> so, um, now, you can keep up with me at uh, NOC Firearms Channel. Uh, stay tuned for uh, more coming out on that. And it's just kind of the, the winterish time, so things are slowing down a little bit, but still stuff. Chris Bullis says you have on Depends. I might. Yeah, David Walter says pinching a loaf. <laughs> <laughs> pinching a loaf live on streaming video. <laughs> I might. Um, uh, uh, and, and then, of course, um, on Facebook, it's uh, so at NOC Firearms Channel on YouTube. Please subscribe. Um, at NOC Firearms Training on Facebook. And as of today, I'm going to now switch uh, over. I'm going to move things from Kevin Dixie. Uh, so if you guys would, wouldn't mind, please go, please go out and like on Facebook, Katie of NOC. So I did it Katie already. Of NOC. Oh, did you change? Oh, so let's all make sure that we go there. Uh, what, you changed your thing? On yeah, I'm going to make it, uh, move that one over, and then in a couple of months, I'm going to restore So capital KD? Uh, yep, KD, then of NOC. NOC. Okay. So we make made that move over today. Okay, and the picture is a guy sitting on the toilet using the rifle. No, no, there it goes. This this what it looks like, everyone. Okay, go like it. There's KD with some kind of full auto. That's a saw. That's a that's a saw. Two forty nine is 
There you go. Boom. So that is the place you go to. And then look, I'm going to hit the like right now. Boom. So now it's liked. Busting some caps on your ass. There you go. All right. Cool. Uh, So, um, yeah, check that out. And then uh, on Instagram is at NOC Firearms Training. Um, And then, of course, um, like big shout out to to Rob tonight. If you want to help out with the and Mike. Mike, Mike did a he shocked me with that. So but if you want to help out with the the aiming for the truth mission, please go to um, Patreon backslash NOC firearms. And that'll help us continue to put out content as well as uh, help support the aiming for the truth. And as far as things coming up, uh, potentially I might be traveling to um, the not so free state uh, next week of Washington, which I know they got some gun rights, but they got an issue with my uh, reciprocity out there. So I don't know. I might pound some people in the head while I'm out there. Uh, <laughs> be out there next week, and um, I'll link up with try to link up with a couple of gun people out there and do a little work. See who's out there. Um, and then after that, I'll be um, doing an event. It's not my event. It's not aiming for the truth, but I will be donating my time to help counsel teens in Memphis, Tennessee, at the end of December. Um, I was going to be down there strictly on vacation, but me being who I am, I'm always looking for an opportunity to help out some people. So it's an organization down there already. Um, and when I get closer, I'll put out who they are. But um, I sent them a message like, hey, see what you guys are doing. And they went back, read my stuff was like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, OK, my friend Mark is from Memphis. Mark. Well, what's up, yeah. Mark? Mark, yeah. Uh, and in Memphis, actually, you know what, oddly enough, and I, I'm, I'm ashamed to admit that I forgot the name of it, uh, Memphis has a great uh, gun store, gun range down there um, that doesn't get enough credit. So I'll be going over to those guys doing an interview with them uh, and busting some caps is what we'll say with those guys in Memphis, busting some caps. along with uh, helping out the, the teams down there and helping. Uh, and it's a woman led group and they, they like men to come out and help with the help with the young guys. So I'll be in there helping out with the young guys. And um, after that, man, it'll be uh, all family time until shot show. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And I think um, this is our last full week, right, Lola? Yes. Yeah. This is our last full week. And then I think next week, the 19th is the last day until the new year. Um, Cause we're going to take our winter break as well. Like Kevin's talking about. So the Kevin and Walter and everyone so, else that's doing. So when's stuff. the very last show? The 19th, the last one is on the 19th, right? 19th. So that's yeah. got to be the Christmas show then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that'll probably be our Christmas show. <laughs> I, will be, I will be at the range, so I won't be able to be on, but maybe we can uh, do another. I show. think that's a Tuesday, right? It is a Tuesday. Yeah. So maybe, you know, you'll be here for the Monday. So we'll. I don't know, but maybe I'll come up with a surprise. for. Tuesday. Oh, OK. OK. You, it better involve uh, either a Santa suit or a very sexy elf suit. So you want to see me in a sexy elf suit? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I think I'll just take black you want, Santa. Prove, you want to prove how sexy you are? You better put on <laughs> Kevin, I'll just take black Santa. That's good enough for me. Oh, black <laughs> Santa. Okay. I'll see if I, I did black Santa once and scared the shit out of some kids in, in uh, Nigeria. I remember that. Because they were like, they were like, what is this red devil? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. All right. So is that it? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, I was done. <laughs> okay, awesome. Thank you. All right, Mike, why don't you tell us how we can help you, how we can support what, what you're up to? All right, um, first things first, um, anybody into jiu-jitsu, um, if you come to Columbia, South Carolina, and you want to train with me or at the gym I go to, um, you can look up Spartan, Spartan Academy in Columbia, South Carolina, and this is the shirt right here. Oh, Brazilian. Yeah, buddy. Brazil, yeah, Brazilian so come on jiu-jitsu. out there okay. and um, 
get some training. Um, like you was talking about at the beginning of the show, when I got out of the army, I was 245. Right now I'm about 210 and I just do jujitsu every day. Hmm. You know? Nice. That's awesome. That's like Joe Rogan. Yeah, something like that without the drugs, though. Yeah, <laughs> without, the, <laughs> without the constant weed. <laughs> um, and, and, probably, and probably not the ducats either. You know, I don't know, yeah, I don't know what not, your financial situation like is. Yeah. I'm falling like that, but I do get a check every month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to follow me on um, the podcast, um, go to Stitcher or Apple or wherever you get the podcast from and look up Black Man with the Gun podcast with Kim Blanchard. And um, I'm on there every week doing tips and review. If you want to follow me on um, Twitter, hit me up at um, M underscore W tactical on Facebook. You can either just go for the search and just type in M dash W tactical or munitions, weapons, tactical Instagram at munitions, weapons, tactical. Also um, okay. visit the website yeah. and then, um, hit me up. You want to go to the range? Let's do it. Yeah, let's make sure that we're following you on Instagram. Here, let me search Instagram. So it's M dash tactical. No, Instagram. M dash W or? No, on Instagram is munitions, weapons, tactical. Oh, munitions. Yeah. Okay, it had to be long. Okay, I see it. Okay. There you go. All right, boom, boom. Following you. Appreciate it. And I'll follow awesome. you back when I get yeah. down, when I get yeah. off of this. Okay. And then what was the Facebook one? Uh, Facebook, just do a search and just go M-W Tactical. Okay, M-W Tactical. Okay, so I encourage everyone to do that out there and follow Mike, you know. Um, also, I got a okay. YouTube channel, but I don't so much um, post anything on YouTube, like do thorough reviews or anything. Um, I just play around with the video camera, just still trying to learn stuff. And um, stuff I do at the range, I put it out there like um, – tips of shooting stuff like that but it's okay. only like about five or six videos on there so um if you want to go hey, that's there, good you know, yeah feel free. absolutely all right so i think that's pretty much it you know we're going to wrap it up for for tonight i want to thank everyone for joining us hanging out with us giving us uh good comments questions all that kind of stuff uh, we appreciate your support i want to thank everyone that supports us on patreon we're patreon slash hank strange and, you know, I mean, you've seen the T-shirt, so you know what the reason is for it. You know, this video is already demonetized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Why does that demonetized sounds like demonetized? You know what I'm saying? Like they're demonizing us. So there you go. So that's why we appreciate your support. It's uh, Patreon slash Hank Strange. Of course, we want to thank the people that sponsor us, like Safety Harbor Firearms, this dude right here. Uh, Rand CLP, Andrew's Custom Leather, and of course, Big boom, Daddy, Big Daddy Guns, right there. That's where we get the Big Daddy. That's where we get the big guns from. From Big so, Daddy. You know, thanks to those guys for the support. All right, I'm Hank Strange. Thank you so much. Have an awesome week. We will see you. We're going to be here all week. Peace. Hold on. Bye. We're, We're out of here. Bye.